4: It's the Afternoon Underdogs brought to you by AirServe on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Dave Jennings
3: and Tony Minetti. I like that one. Yeah, you can play that one every time. Pretty soon, buddy. Won't be any little fast. Oh,
5: that's what you think. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 he thinks he's leaving.
5: Oh, oh. <laughs> 25 again, Body Shapes Medical. We are at the Middletown location. You can keep up with your kids once fall sports and school starts if you get on the program. And the deal, Tony, is on because we are here. That's exactly right. A lot of people wait for the deal when we're on the air live here. I would. Every other week. So
3: it's your time. you got to call 425 425- 500 uh this is like the 10th office that they have opened up if it didn't work would they go from
5: sharing an office with a hand surgeon to 10 offices probably not and the irony of their initial roommate is there but you can be helped as well 425 <laughs> 0500 well that's why gotta I, start
3: somewhere that's why it made sense what did Ted's not stupid. So why do you have,
1: hmm,
3: how did that uh, hand injury happen? Well, now we fixed one thing. <laughs> now that it's possible, <laughs> just use the other one. Uh, 425-0500. Two lovely ladies are waiting for your call right now. What's the pregnancy status now I don't at know. the main office? Do I don't we know? know. I don't know. Okay. But if you work here, that's what happens, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 425-0500 is the phone number, so give them... I'll uh, call Chris Redman will join us again yes. today
5: around 4 o'clock. He's Chris wanted on. some help with weight loss and all the benefits that come mm-hmm. along with that. And a lot of times, even if you don't need extreme weight loss, which they can help you with, the medically assisted, just getting your thyroid in order and modifying your diet a little bit with the testosterone, the belly fat shrinks and you start to lose weight without trying that hard.
3: Tickets for U of L at Purdue are still available. Go to gocards.com dot com or Ticketmaster. dot com. Either way, you can get some good tickets. Or if you go to the Purdue website, those are three avenues you can go and get a pretty good. Uh, I went on it today, and, and thirty five dollar tickets popped up. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that is a big place. It's neither a home game for either school, so that it's going to have to. You're going to have to have fans that are traveling. So I think there's going to be plenty of, uh, of seats, good seats, still available. So
5: why don't you call or get online and get some tickets and roll on up there? I mean, each school could travel thirty thousand people, and that's not going to happen, right? Louisville might get twenty, twenty-five. That wouldn't surprise me. Well, Purdue will get a bunch because they've got that new. Oh,
3: we got the coach. We got Jeff Brom. He's coming in. It's
5: really exciting. And then Lamar Jackson happens. Well, I wah, don't care. Wah. You go. No, see, I know.
3: You go see if the if the other team has. Well, it's like Florida State. If you got the other team has a Heisman trophy. Trophy
5: winner? How many opportunities do you have to go see that? You go. And you want to see how your offense has improved, how you do against one of the best players in college football, last year's Heisman Trophy winner. So fans probably, at least realistic ones, don't expect to win that game, but you want to see progress. You want to see some excitement. You want to see a 51-31 to kind of game where you have hope for the future and you hang around for a while and at least make it exciting. Ezekiel Elliott made the fatal
3: mistake. It's the cover-up. It's the cover-up. It's just, what are you doing? Unless, the, unless the, whatever you have is so awful, we don't know, uh, but Ezekiel Elliott maybe has, has destroyed some evidence.
5: Well, if Ray Rice was able to get a hold of a video before it actually made it out, right, wouldn't be so bad. Uh, Fortunately, we saw the truth of what happened there. Vince Wilfork, um, hide, hiding stuff. Um, suspension
3: is likely stemming from that assault accusation from his girlfriend, Tiffany Thompson. She claims abuse went on for months. She has pictures, which she posted on social media, of her legs and her wrists and her arms where they are very bruised and saying in her claims is that Ezekiel Elliott for months used to rough her up. So he apparently destroyed a phone or whatever happened in the NFL. If they're going to follow
5: suit to what they did to Tom Brady, which was Tom Brady or one of his whoever destroyed a phone and said, I'm not right. giving you my phone. Obviously, Tom Brady is not hitting anybody, but he covered up evidence possibly of deflated balls. That's what I'm talking about. So Yeah, so if they, if, if, they, if you're going to follow suit, then ZQ Elliott could be suspended. Yep, it, it seems likely. Do you see how Vince Wilfork retired? I saw it. I loved it. Vince Wilfork goes on social media, Thirteen seasons, five-time Pro Bowler, won a couple of Super Bowls with the Patriots wrapped up in Houston. They always listed him at 325, but that was pretty generous. Mm-hmm. He was more like four oh, bills. Oh, easily. So he shows up on social media. He posts this video. He's got overalls on or dungarees, whatever you call them. He's in front of a charcoal smoker or a charcoal grill. And he said, no more cleats. I'm moving on to smoked meats. I –
3: that's a – that is a – a fashion trend I would like to see come back. The denim overall. Why? So you can wear only that? Now, uh, when, when I was in high school, Pete, guys would wear the overalls, but then take one strap off. Like, th- there was only just one strap. You
5: know what I'm picturing now? What? The
3: Come On Eileen music video. Yeah. Dexie's Midnight Runners. Yeah, yeah. Girls wore them a ton. They would wear, like, a crop top, and they would wear the, the, the denim, denim
5: overalls. That was a look. Popular at Skynyrd shows.
3: No, they were. it was kind of a preppy little look in the 19, late 1990s. Right?
5: Do you remember that? Not really. Okay. You're asking a guy who was not part of any trend or paying attention to such trends. You were part of a trend called the afternoon underdog. Oh. Bam! In my 40s. What's
3: up?
5: Not in my teen years. <laughs> Hip, I was not. <laughs> All right,
3: 571-7900 is the phone number. So, Ezekiel, uh, Dallas fans, I'm so sorry. But you know what? With running backs, if he takes a couple games off, that actually helps you later in the season. Mm-hmm. So,
5: whatever. If it's four games, he comes back pretty strong. Jay Cutler says his wife. This is not what Miami fans want to hear, by the way. Jay Cutler's on the couch. Or he's out uh, by his pool. I-, I think you should play football, honey. Meh. Yeah. with that face that he has, right? No, really, I think you'll have a chance. Adam was a great coach for you, and he had good numbers. Yeah, do you want to get some? All right. Well, she, she basically said, "I need you out of the house. You're bothering the kids and us." She wants to get him out of her hair for a while.
3: Yeah, it's exactly right. It's okay to say it about your husband or wife. It's not about your So Miami
5: fans are gleaning out of this. Yes. It's not some overwhelming desire and passion to recreate the one really good year I had.
3: He can't help himself. Did you see the picture today at the press conference with his Miami shirt on? Oh, and just a face.
5: That resting
3: a-hole face. Yes. It's just like he can't help it. And I don't know. I guess i I just like, dude, you'd think you would say, I'm going to make an effort
5: not to do that face. But then it would come off like when Sheldon tries to smile. Be a fake smile. No. Well, I told you the story many times about the two girls. They were probably 12, 11, 12 years old, both sisters. And one always had that kind of Jay Cutler look. And I asked her sister, I said, why isn't she smiling? I mean, it's kind of a fun time we're having here. She goes, that's just her face. That's just <laughs> So I think with Jay Cutler, that's just his face. Yeah. Yeah. It happens.
3: But it's different than like my daughter has a resting uh, pissed off
5: face. Well, that's a Venetti woman like thing.
3: I go, are you? What's wrong with you? And she was like, No, nothing.
5: It's just my face. I'm ready to spring. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, now when she was looking at the hot rods, did she have a smile? Yeah, she. Yeah, she. Yeah, she loves the hot rods,
3: man. She was smiling on that. But she have. A, she has a resting face that where she looks like she might punch you.
5: That's actually brilliant. Stay away. Yeah. Unless you got something really important. Yeah. Something that's going to interest me, I'm thinking keep walking. It's in my favor here.
3: You're gonna ask me to do something, Dad? I don't think so. No, it's it's in my favor for boys asking her out. Oh. Yeah. You know. She wanted to wrestle this year. Oh I would not allow it. No 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 no. No 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 no. No way. It's awkward especially if it 's your daughter i didn't like I did not like it do they with... have
5: girl girl wrestling no besides
3: don't. the glow thing no they don't no they that 's the problem is that they don't women don't have their own unless if, there's oil if women had their own wrestling division, I would absolutely sign her up but i 'm not serving my daughter up i 've watched John do it for six years, and we walked into some buzz saws i 'm not doing that What would girl wrestlers wear same kind of thing same singlets and all that and um And before puberty, it's a little rough because the girls can be as big or bigger and strong as the boys. And if you're messing around because you think, oh, I'm wrestling the girl. I'm just going to mess around a little bit. You run out of time. She's got your points.
5: You start thinking about copping something. You're going to be pinned.
3: Well, and then once puberty, puberty goes through, there are some girls that are strong as hell. But it's it's a little unfair to the boys. It's just my off the well, I can't say off the record opinion. <laughs> Too on. late. But it's so of it's, course it it's is unfair to the boys. It's at a some no point, win situation. It's like where do I grab her?
5: And while you're thinking about it, she pins you. Yeah, bingo. That's pins right. you again. That's right.
3: And uh, and again, there are there. I saw a lot of girl wrestlers that were really good in the semis of the state tournament last year in the grade school ranks, where they were, they were in the semifinals of their weight classes, and they were, they were kicking ass. But it's, mm, I wish they girls had their own thing.
5: All right, Are we jumping a little too far with CTE at this point with concussions? Well, Boomer Esiason was on his radio show Boomer and Carton today mm-hmm. and says he believes he suffered from, C- suffered from CTE and believes all NFL players probably have it. And then the doctor that was featured in the movie that nobody saw, a concussion, Dr. Bennett Amalu, said letting kids play football is the definition of child abuse. I mean, when you examine the brains of people that wanted to be examined because they thought something was wrong and you find a high percentage, that is not all. I think... There
3: is a level of risk there, certainly, but there's a level of risk in a lot of sports. We talk about soccer. You know, you're heading that ball all the time, and a lot of times that ball's coming in at, at 20, 30 yards off the ground, and it's coming in hot, and you've got to rear back and hit them with your forehead, hit the ball with your forehead. And that's jarring.
5: Matter of fact, they will tell you the number one sport for concussions is women's soccer. And it's generally not the ball. It's typically multiple people going for headers at the same time and Noggins. That was pretty good. Uh, it was good. It Like an empty head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they. <laughs> yeah,
3: this show is now awful. Um, but they... The, the problem is... That's like old-time radio, sound effects. The, except we don't have a staff. But the problem is you don't... People don't realize you're just watching the games. Practice is seven days a week. And they are knocking the hell out of each other every single day. They don't scrimmage every day, but they line up and they drill every day. Now we you've got drills called Oklahoma, or you know, it's basically three on two. So you got two defenders.
5: Do you have to sing show tunes while you're doing them?
3: No, but it is a hell of a, a drill. You have two blocking dummies as sidelines and you have split up the team on either side. You have two defenders, two blockers, and a running back. And you got to you got to shed the running back just picks left or right that's it and you run full blast you got to shed your guy in a confined space and it's basically helmet on helmet right there boom right there in the hole and you got to make the tackle and it's it's man on man and now it's one of the it's it is one of the favorite things that the kids love to do let's play Oklahoma yeah but it is that's what they're talking about is the over and over and over and over again of those head hits and at some point yes of course they're
5: going overboard cuz that's what we do i know exactly it's what we do and it's, it's sort of like when, when with SARS okay 99% of the people are going to be fine <laughs> there's a great south park episode of right <laughs> oh, i just want you to know there's a 99.9% chance I'm going to be fine. But in the event... The Asian flu. <laughs> Come on. Well, then there was the bird flu. Don't forget the no, bird the flu.
3: No, the bird... I thought that's the same thing, isn't oh, it? Ours, is, the bird flu? It's Asian flu. I thought it was the bird flu. The bird flu was such a scare, at least that's what the government wants you to think, that we bought a vaccine yes. for every man, woman, and child. It costs 8 or $9 billion. Why did we do that? I know. Why did we do that?
5: What do you have? The bird flew. Why did we do that? The turtle walked slowly. Answer it, it, my question. It gets in the chickens. <laughs> and then we eat the, the chickens. If you see a chicken coughing. <laughs> I know. Was that a cluck or a cough? It's over. And only, like,
3: four people died of it in uh, in the Orient. And
5: everyone in the Philippines is wearing SARS masks. (laughs)
3: Right, and there's, like, four people that died of it, but we bought a vaccine for
5: everyone in the United States. Meanwhile, 40,000 people died of the flu. Right, right, yes. Just (laughs) a plain old fly. (laughs) Right, yes. (laughs) Present
3: tense. What the hell are we doing? Oh, All right, short break. 25 again by Body Shaped Medical. We'll call the number four two five zero five hundred if you want to feel younger. Here's the, the process. We can break it all down if you want and the science and all that. You stop making hormones, some hormones in your body when you get older.
5: 25 again gives those same hormones back to you. Because your body thinks well. That's it. You're 35 years old. You're 40 years old. You don't need all of these things anymore. It's time to slowly die over the next four decades. Yes. Yeah. Well, you've already
3: procreated, or you're past. We don't need you anymore as a species. You need to start uh, shutting things down. Why do you think you need readers when you had perfect eyesight for 40 something years of your life? And it just never happens. needed glasses. It happens at once. Oh, at one moment, boom. Now, the testosterone and the hormones for women, it slowly stops t- to make it. You peak at 26, and then you start to go down at 26, little by little by little. By the time you're 40, you're making about 50% of what you made when you're 26, unless you're unusual. There are some people that come in, and they test, and they're off the charts in their 60s. I thought
5: that wasn't possible. No, no. Off the charts for being their 60s, they're not going to have 25 levels. They'll be in good shape for their age. I had a 65-year-old
3: co-worker go in and get tested, and he, he tested around 880 or 890. Wow. hmm I was like 300. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Was. You, that's right. So they said, no, you're, you're doing yeah, fine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, doing, <laughs> you're doing fine, dude. All right. Uh, I do want to uh, talk about Sternberg Automotive pressing highway, a block up from Fern Valley. Stop on in. I was there yesterday. They have hundreds, 150, matter of fact, pickup trucks, work trucks, ready for your work. So if you've got work, they've got trucks, and they'll make deals for you. I told you I saw that darn ad, $53,000 for a new F-150. I was like,
5: what? It's like it doesn't even have as much metal as the other cars. You lost your mind? The whole back thing's open. So if you go to Sternberg, you get a work truck, you probably get two of those for
3: that same price. It's really smart. Sternberg Automotive. This is what they do. Plus, they have 250 used cars on the lot also. But work trucks is is their specialty. So go on by. Sternberg Automotive, Preston Highway, a block up from from, uh, Fern Valley. Family owned and operated since 1967. Broadcasting live from 25 again in Middletown, it's Tony and Dave on the Afternoon
5: Underdogs. Twenty-five again. Body shapes, medical. That sound can be you feeling happier as you skip down the street with less of a belly and a desire to go home and be with your spouse. Four two five oh five hundred and eating a lollipop. Uh, give us a call, please. Not sure what that means. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five again.
3: You won't regret it. Give them a call. Four two five oh five hundred. Get your uh, significant other to come in. we in there with you now. Look, here's the irony. Of this Ka- uh, Kaepernick thing, first of all, he got an endorsement from the person he really doesn't need an endorsement from, Johnny Manziel. Thanks, Johnny. Have a seat. And Spike Lee. Well, here's the thing. So the Spike Lee puts this uh, rally together for in New York City in front of the NFL headquarters. NFL headquarters, and it's called what? United we stand. United we
5: stand. He for missed, Colin Kaepernick. He missed the opportunity. I don't
3: understand here what's. Like. I mean, come on. You're a clever
5: guy. Yes.
3: Don't united we stand? If he stood, we wouldn't be here. Semi-united we kneel. It's so stupid. United or we take a knee. There you go. For Colin Kaepernick. United we stand? Come on, dude. No one got to him before you printed out the flyer?
5: Did anybody show up for this? I have no idea. Oh, speaking of taking a knee, you've got entertainment news. I do? Usher. Oh, I do. That's on my
3: other page here. Usher is being sued by three people for exposing them to herpes. Usher, three people and a dude. So two girls and a dude. Yes. Well, three people total. I think it's three women and a guy. Gotcha. Uh, and one of the women did not contract herpes. The other two did, and, a guy, and the guy did.
5: So... Not sure what sort of twister game was happening. Whatever gets crazy in L.A. It for can. real, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and our very own Jennifer Lawrence was being rumored to be behind Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris's separation because they filmed that movie together, Passengers. Mm-hmm. They're denying, and they said it's it's just that Chris Pratt's a megastar, Anna wants to have kids and stay home. It's just a Hollywood thing. It had nothing to do with J Law.
3: Who knows? Uh, it's a miracle that there are couples that stay together like that, that are in Hollywood. Well, she hasn't done anything.
5: And why do they always marry oh, each no, other? Oh, she's in a TV show. She's in that uh, TV show with. Uh, oh, is about she? the crazy drunk mom. Which one is that? Oh, the, the mom. It's called Mom. Yeah, is it called Mom? I think so. Yeah, well, the mom is all drunk. It's one of those that's not funny. Yes. Like two broke girls. Yes. And if you t- catch five minutes of it, you're like, how is this But thing the on? difference
3: between that and that show is that two people in the show are funny, but the lines aren't funny.
5: Is this... Uh, it's not... My awkward.
2: Jennifer Lawrence song.
5: Oh. Or Usher, for for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't... A, it's Man Eater. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Chew him up, spit
3: him out. Jennifer Lawrence doesn't look like the I'm settling down type. No, no. She's no, in, geez, not she at looks all. looks like a... We can, we're going to hook up and then you, you need to leave. <laughs> she, she's enjoying life right now. Of course, now. I've never met her, but it seems that's like what her personality is. <laughs> she's like you it at that age. What? Right, All yes. Right. Smart. I'll call you. Girl, don't, don't. Mm, I'll, I'll call you. Let's not kid ourselves. We're not going to call. <laughs> Keep those digits. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I got a question for you. What, away. what's the one thing people tell you
5: to do that you're tired of? The one thing people tell you to do, that you're tired of them asking you to do. Yes. <sighs> wow. Mine, I'll give you. A I second. don't. I don't get asked many things. I got. I. My last
3: vice. I've given up alcohol, drugs, running around, all the stuff. I've what's ever lived what's like, left? Left. Uh, right. I live like a monk. Diet cokes. Ah. But if you if you drink a diet coke in front of like 90% of people, they're like, oh my gosh, you're you can't. That's like formaldehyde. You can't drink that. And, it, and I'm like, it makes I, you hungrier. It I makes you want to him, eat cake. I look at him and go, I gave up what? cigarettes, partying, booze. Come on, dude, give me one thing. Back off. And I, it's, it, it's 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 just a diet soda. I get it.
5: It's not like I drink four of them a day. It's one or two, maybe. And there's zero calories. Come on. It can't be that bad. Aspartame has been around for decades and no
3: conclusive proof that it hurts Don't you. Don't take my Diet Coke from me. Okay? So who's asking you? Or
5: is it that, I get that it look? all the
3: time. That look like, uh, you drink, because, you know, you're supposed to live healthy. And I do the paleo and I preach it and all that. So the healthy people are like, uh, you're drinking a Diet Soda. Yeah. Do you know what I've put in my body over the last... 48 years. Okay. Not
5: as much as you've put in. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Other people's bodies? You're, ca- stop you're, you're stop catching stop up. Stop it. Stop it. Catching up. What is
3: something you're tired of people telling you Telling you to do? You tell me to stop it. <laughs> Shannon, you got one? No? No one tells you to do anything? Nobody bothers you at all? Matt, no. does, Matt doesn't bother you with anything?
5: That wasn't a very sincere, yeah, but still. Hmm. No, I mean, Becky doesn't ask me to do a bunch of things. We just have a great. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I, I don't have any. I've either. got a pretty, uh, pretty good life. Hmm. Well,
3: 425, or actually 479, no, 571 7900 is the phone yeah. number.
5: as long as you mentioned Diet Coke's. So, Philadelphia is one of those cities that, under the guise of fighting obesity, mm-hmm. are taxing the snot out of sugary drinks. Oh, yes. So in Philadelphia, their tax has now made soda more expensive than beer in the city. (laughs) And they're 1.5 cent per ounce tax. Oh, no So if you have a 64-ounce Big Gulp, you're looking at about a dollar extra. Well, they don't even charge that. It's charge like 88 cents at most of these places. Well, in Philadelphia, it's probably two bucks. So the tax is 24 times higher than what they tax beer. So they're claiming now, which is ridiculous, that people are going into places and saying, you know what, that tall boy is cheaper than a big gulp. I'm going to buy the big Coors Light instead. I can't imagine that's happening. Now they're worried about that. But it was not about fighting obesity. It was a revenue stream for the city that is falling short. Under the guise of, we're helping you. Quit telling me what I can and can't drink and in what size level I am allowed to drink it from. Please stop. I agree. I pay my health insurance. I agree. Diet Cokes are not going to kill me early. I agree. 12 beers a day, might. That's why I don't do that. You know, I I drink wine instead. You know, it's probably going to help, but I think the, the listing the calories on the side of the meal now in all menus sucks. What's weird, though, people are doubling down and saying, you know what, there are people out there that want that number to be high. They want three levels of meat with bacon. With onion yeah. rings. Yeah,
3: but it sucks the fun out of your potato boats.
5: No, it does.
3: I mean, come on, dude. Like, there's nothing worse you can put in your body than a potato boat. It's got cheddar and bacon bits and a
5: half a potato. Becky used to love the fried mac and cheese at Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yes. So once in a while you can sporge on that yes. kind of thing. Yes. We're hardly ever there. Yes. <laughs> Then she saw the calories and the fat. Well, hell, will not order it again.
3: Let me tell you, you go to Cheesecake Factory, you can't decide. the The menu's forty seven pages long, and then if you start looking at the calories next to it, you're like, "Oh man, now I'm adding in calories." Yes, this is first world problems here. Damn it, I'm confused, and I don't want to order.
5: Do not put the little calories next to my ice cream. No. Cake. All right, I'm treating Let's myself. Let's go to.
3: Did you say Mike on line one? Yes. Let's go to Mike. You're on with the dogs on the main source bank phone
5: lines. Hey, Mike.
0: Hey, hey, dogs. Hey, uh, I just going to call in real quick with something that I, it drives me crazy people tell me not to do. is I used to weigh over three, well over 300 pounds. I started walking, and then I lost weight, and I started jogging. And now people tell me all the time, oh, you really need to quit jogging. It's really going to mess up your knees. But those same people weren't concerned about my knees when I was walking around on them with 300 and some pounds every day. And now they're like, oh, you're going to mess your knees up. But my knees, last I checked, my bad knees won't give me a heart attack, but 300
5: and some pounds will. Thanks, guys. Exactly right. Thank
3: you. That's exactly what I'm talking about.
5: What are you, yeah, that's a great take. What are you tired of people telling you to do? Well, essentially tired of people telling you how to live. Yeah, Live your own life. But... If you have uh, creaky knees, you can still live to 85 or 90 with those knees. 300 pounds on a 180-pound frame? Probably not. Not a lot of really what you said this during the break. Have you met an 85-year-old fat person? No, there are none. There are no
3: 85-year-old fat people. They don't exist because your heart just can't do it for that long. You just cannot get in there and pump that thing. And
5: really tall people if you're seven feet no, tall i'm true. sorry we're not going to see it at a very 80. large very, in all very likelihood tall, tall
3: large people do not you're just not the human body wasn't made to be that big and and it, your heart has to work harder it's just it's basic basic and then if your heart's not working as hard that that means your lungs aren't getting it done so if you're or if your lungs aren't getting it done, it makes your heart work harder and that's how that's how it goes let's go to line two Vincent Vincent how are you, sir?
6: Hey guys, doing okay. I spoke I wanted to call you guys after the I'm kinda of twist gears, but I wanna to talk to you guys after the NBA draft. You you guys might not remember this conversation, but I called you guys when Donovan Mitchell went on a real run for U of L. He was scoring twenty points, like the best player in college basketball. And I asked you guys at that time, I said if the draft was tomorrow, would Donovan Mitchell be a lottery pick? And you guys were well it's a little too early to say that right now. And why I'm saying that, because I want you guys also to think about this, because I've been having a fight at the barbershop about Ray Spalter. I say Ray Spaulding is a late to uh, either mid to, I know it's football season, but I think he's going to be a first-round draft pick next year. I've got to look at his potential. And I'll leave you guys on those two things.
3: We were probably worse than that. We were probably if, when you said Mitchell is a first-round pick. We probably went not no chance. But
5: like, what well, we, we also said was we know he is going to wow people in individual workouts. Yes, so it's possible. But we didn't realize what we didn't realize. Oh my gosh, he didn't just go in the first
3: round. He went lottery in one of the best drafts in a long time. That's what my problem was. I was like, in any other year, maybe he creeps in there. But man, this draft is loaded. I was like, there's no way he goes that high, and he wowed people, and his numbers were wowing people, and he was dominating
5: people in their tryouts. And we knew in interviews, character-wise, he was going to wow them there also. Killed it. Killed it! And And race balding, the buzz on him is like, if there is someone to make the Donovan Mitchell leap, he is the most likely candidate to do it. Mid-season, I said on this
3: show, we were doing okay, we were playing pretty well, but I said, this whole team's coming back next year. I was like, Louisville will have their best team under Rick Pitino coming back next year. And this was in, um, I mean, this was in early season. December, January, I was like, all these guys are coming back. No one's going to the pros. Mitchell's not going to the pros. And then all of a sudden, damn man, that thing flipped so fast. Now, now I tell you, Ray... Ray could not be the only one. I think vj has got a chance, um, and certainly... Uh, well, and,
5: and VJ's going to be pushed for minutes, so he's going to have to do it. If he learns
3: how to play defense and plays within the team, there are three NBA players, I think, on this team coming back next year. And Donovan, or um, Ray Spalding has
5: underperformed, even though he played really well as a freshman. And we know Rick is prone to hyperbole and uh, kind of blowing things up, but... He said, as far as work ethic and defense and getting it, the light came on with Ray. and once that happens, the no. physical tools are there. Yeah, you
3: know what Ray you know what the light was for Ray? Donovan Mitchell. He saw Donovan put the time in and care
5: and be a millionaire.:
3: Now, now eight months later. Now Ray has got to be a little bit of a bully. He's got to throw some bows in the blocks. He cannot be pushed around. He can't do that finesse thing all the time. The finesse thing is fine. I could see Ray, I could see Ray, if he has a Mitchell year, I could see him going in the lottery
5: next year because this year's class is not going to be nearly as good as last year's. Well, and Rick also brought that up with V.J. King, that he was a guy that shied away from contact, and now he welcomes it. And that is a good development. Who am I forgetting? The other uh, two guard. You're thinking mach Oh, you're not thinking Mach-Mu. Uh, mach- the other two
3: guard. and um, the new guy? no. The three, I'm sorry, the three. Oh, um, Dangadel. Um, Dangadel. Dangadel Dang might be the the highest. Him and Donovan are going to be the highest, and then VJ could sneak in there. Five seven one seventy nine hundred is the phone number. Short break. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls and more. What is the one thing you're tired of people telling you to do? Plus sports. It's August. Mm-hmm. We're at twenty five again. So please call them at four two five. 0500, and uh, and get an appointment. It's as simple as that. Once you get it all done, you'll you'll be rolling. Now, Genesis Diamonds, Chivalry Plaza next to Trader Joe's. Not just the diamond, you've got to look at the ring itself, and then you can pick from, and it it could be as as simple um, as what kind of gold you want, yellow gold, white gold, rose gold, or even platinum. You want to set it up. The ring is, is not just the diamond. Now, you get the best diamond, you get a bigger rock at Genesis Diamonds. They, they keep proving that. But the mounting is important. And in every possible price range, they've got you covered. So you come on in there, and you check out not just the rock, but you get to pick out the entire ring. And, of course, the designer rings, Decori, Viraggio, Simon G., Henry Dossi. These are handcrafted rings, beautiful designs with the highest possible uh, quality. So it's your choice. From a basic mounting to the most intricate designs available today, thousands of choices at Genesis Diamonds. Chivalry
5: Plaza next to, next to Trader Joe's. Let's all grab right. Kevin before we take a break live from 25 again in Middletown. What's up, Kevin? Kevin.
7: Hey, how you all doing today?
5: Good. Are you all good?
7: Hey, I wanted to just bring up a little bit about Ray Spaulding. Uh I think I was listening to you guys, and I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I, I do, however, worry about his desire to play. And, and and I think that's been a knock against him throughout his career, both in high school
6: and in college. Uh, he just doesn't seem to show up at a lot of games. What, what do you guys think about that?
3: I think the, I think the perception of that and the reality of that is two different things. Now, I don't know specific games that you're talking about. As a true freshman, I thought he showed up in some big games. Duke games, North Carolina. I thought he played well. He took a step back as a sophomore. I think that the game probably, and this happens for a lot of athletes, the game comes easy to them. They don't have to put the time
5: in. They're the best guy on the floor. They're the best
3: guy on the floor their entire lives. And every time they walk on the floor, they can just do things no one else can do. And now to play, to get to the next level. So, so... Ray can play in college. He can play. He's earned that right. He knows he can play at an upper level like UofL and start. He started as a sophomore. But can you go to the
5: next level? And what the next level is, putting the time in when nobody's looking. And that's what Coach Patino was alluding to with the light coming on. The motor is now running, that he gets it. He needs to work harder. And if he does, the physical tools are there. It'll all come together. And And whatever that motivation is, love of basketball, love of money, I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. If he gets the most out of his potential, Mm -hmm. that'll be good things and maybe a Final Four for this
3: team. Short break. Coming back after this, the afternoon underdogs. Dave and Tony on 790.
2: This report is brought to you by Staples.
3: I know we're not a political show, but things have ramped up with North Korea. Uh, In the last 12 hours or so, the United States is reporting that they believe that North Korea has nuclear nuclear capabilities and they have the capabilities of putting it on a rocket and
5: reaching America. And Not too long ago, they thought that was still about a year and a half away, was the ability to make it small enough and deliver it on a vehicle... That survives re-entry, and they think they are just about complete with that.
3: Uh, Donald Trump said in a press conference that he's thrown on his vacation, you know that dude's not going to break his vacation unless it's serious. He just said, quote, they will see fire and fury,
5: the likes this world has never seen before. No, this guy is That sounds like something from Game of Thrones. I'm I'm being kind with wackadoodle. I mean, he doesn't realize he'll be a parking lot in about 90 seconds. Uh, but, But the answer is simple. North Korea is on China's border. China doesn't want a democracy on their border. No. We go to China and we say, look at, put a regime in there that you can live with and you treat your people better and you can freaking have North Korea. Right. Let him live in a little mansion, some little Disneyland somewhere in, in China. Do that. You put what you want there that Russia can live with also or we will do it for you. End of story. There was a surgical tra- a strike
3: in the 80s by Ronald Reagan on Qaddafi. Qaddafi shut up for about a decade on that strike. He dropped a, a bomb right down his-, his chimney. He was
5: outside Gaddafi like kind of 10 in the evening.
3: Yeah, Gaddafi- killed some of his family. Qaddafi yeah, got away. By the hair of his chinny chin chin, uh, and but he but it scared him so bad that they could drop a bomb right on his house because they knew exactly where he was. Gaddafi went away for many many years. He ramped up about six or seven years ago, which cost him his life. But Reagan, remember the French wouldn't let us fly over uh, their airspace. We had to go around. We had to go around France. The
5: French, the damn French. We should have accidentally dropped one there. It's, oh,
3: whoops! Oops, sorry. Whoops! Oh.
5: I'm uh, new at this. But it was a surgical strike. I'm not so sure that that's not what this is needed. You know where he is. I mean, they know where he is. How, how about when they're parading all of their hardware and he's overlooking it on a balcony and they're broadcasting it live? I'm so That's sick. pretty good time. I'm
3: so sick of countries that live like it's 1910 and, and
5: torturing their own people that we have to put up with this. North Korea has a website, and it's in English. It's to promote tourism. They don't even have the Internet in North Korea. No. They have a huge skyscraper that they built to show off. It looks like a rocket. It was never finished. They built a city.
3: If you get caught with any uh, Western uh, media, like a video, uh, a movie, Mm -hmm. if you get caught with an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie or a Tom Hanks movie, you get thrown in prison. Your kids get thrown in prison, and when your kids have kids, they go to prison. They they
5: built a... (laughs) A fully functioning. For a
3: Tom Hanks film.
5: Fully functioning city. Gotta hope it's not Castaway. On the border, trying to lure South Koreans to defect. Nobody lives in this city. Yeah, it's crazy.
4: Crazy.
3: Let's go to Trucker James. Send on the Trucker main James over there. Bank phone line. What's up, Trucker James?
4: Hey, bro, let me identify myself. It's Trucker James. How y'all doing? <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> TJ. Listen, have you noticed? <laughs> Within the last three or four months, the experts have went to from 10 years down the road of nuclear capability. A few weeks ago, or maybe a month ago, it was like one year down the road of nuclear capability. Now, all of a sudden, today, oh, my God, they've already got nuclear capability. That really doesn't sound true to me. I'm thinking... Somebody's trying, and then Donald Trump came out with that scathing threat today. And if you get crazy, it'll be worse than anything you ever seen. I'm thinking that somebody's trying to lure Mr. Trump, President Trump, into doing the first strike. That's what I'm thinking. I
5: think we're trying you know? to pressure. We're trying to pressure China into getting off their duff and doing something. I think it's. Uh, I think Trucker James could be on to
3: something.
4: Well, think about it.
3: You frame you, it. You frame yeah. it the way you need it to go, and that's that's, what, and that's, and he's right. How did they go from all of a sudden accelerated nuclear uh, pro- program here to where they're like, oh, they're years away, don't worry about it. And all of a sudden they've got them, and they've got it size enough to put it on top of the rocket that they just figured out how to use? So I, I think Tucker yeah. yeah. James is on to something. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. I don't, I don't
5: think there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I hope you're right. Yeah, me too. Me too. And the coaches do it all the time. They'll float stories out there because they want to get a message to their players. Stories like that. Sends messages to Little wackadoodle, China, and the rest of the world. All right. Uh, 25 again by Body Shapes Medical
3: Broadcasting Live in Middletown here. In the next couple of minutes, Chris Redman will join us again like he did a couple of weeks ago. Talk a little football and talk a little bit about 25 again. He's lost, did he
5: say, 35 Like 30 pounds or so. Something like that. Probably 40 by now. So
3: he's starting to get out of control a little bit, um, just busy with his family and all that. And next thing you know, he's put some pounds on in Body Shapes. 25 again was, was, uh, was helping him get... Get that off, and it looks great. So he's going to join us to talk football. And that, as we move into the second hour here, we'll re- recap all of our stories, including tickets for L and Purdue. Still available. Go to Ticketmaster. You can get a $35 mm-hmm.
5: ticket to go to the game. Speaking of China, if you guys, Shannon and Tony, if you want to kind of redo your 20-something rock lifestyle, mm-hmm. do crazy promotions, steal houseboats, whatever you guys got into, Right, a seafood restaurant in China has a promotion that everybody's happy about. Mm-hmm. Trendy Shrimp. And Hangzhou is being criticized for their promotion, which they offer female patrons a discount based on their bra sizes. <laughs> and they have a diagram showing what the sizes might look like. Well, An A-cup woman gets 5% off her trendy shrimp. A B-cupper, 15%. C-cup, 25%. They even have a picture, a drawing of a G-cup. Well, And I think they pay them to come
3: in. Well, here's the thing. I, in, in, this is in China. Yeah. Have you ever seen a big uh, – no, that discount's not going to be – This (laughs) is –
0: On the internet.
5: (laughs) This is an owner trying to find a big breast. That's exactly
3: what it is. Make them
5: come to me. We're all simpletons. That's exactly right. So on the sign where the illustrations are, the cartoon women are there. The caption says, the whole city is looking for breasts. (laughs) (laughs) This is in China? China. I think they
3: would be locked up in China. You would think. Things have changed over there. Mm-hmm. What the hell is going on? Some places. All right. Uh, I've got another story about the tickets for McGregor and Mayweather. That's getting closer as, as it, it gets. Uh, oh, and his
5: former sparring partner is now calling him a dirt bag. Oh, Biggest yeah. dirt bag I've ever met. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting nasty.
3: It's getting nasty. And it's, it's, they're saying I, they don't know the number. They say the people that are buying the pay-per-views are not buying it because of the boxing match. They are buying it because it is just a sideshow. It's a sideshow. It's a sideshow. And they have no, it's like the Pacquiao Mayweather fight was about boxing and it was about who's going to win that fight. And now they're all like, they're buying it. So, but the problem is the tickets
5: are not selling well. What's more interesting, a Mayweather fight or an actual fight with McGregor and his sparring partner? At this point, uh, after
3: Mayweather kind of embarrasses him, uh, McGregor will be fine to get up because it won't last long unless they drag it along. Uh, he'll be able to get up and actually make that fight too, I, th- I think, in the next day or two. All right, man. Uh, let's take a short break as we roll
5: through. AirServe, 561 0011. Double, oh, double, it happens to all of us. The HVAC system works fine for 10, 15, 20 years, and then all at once it goes, but it's not necessarily done. There are lots of fixes, and you can trust AirServe to find those. Jim at our churches. Used them a couple of times, one of those guys that has a residential boiler. But they came out, and it was something that could be fixed. It took a while. They ended up rewiring a board because the techs know what they're doing, and they thought of that before even suggesting a new system. Saved a ton of money, and it's still working just fine. You can trust AirSurf to do what's right by you. And when they do, a couple, three, four years down the road, when you need a new system, you'll go with them. A-plus, BBB.org, number one Angie's List, five six one. 0011 Air Serve Back after this, live from 25 again in Middletown on 790.
2: Carity. Air Serve proudly presents the afternoon underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. All
3: right, we are back. Welcome to hour number two at 25 again. Four two five zero five hundred is the
5: phone number. Body Shapes Medical. Dave, it's a good decision. It is a great decision. Your body doesn't make hormones anymore like it used to. Mm-mm. This is about disease prevention, medically proven. Mm-hmm. So come on in and dial it back. And, and sometimes as you get a little older, metabolism changes. It's harder to have that physique that you had even though you try. Chris Redman, an elite athlete for the University of Louisville National Football League, found that uh, gaining weight happens when you get older.
2: As soon as you leave the locker room, yeah, <laughs>
5: that's you know that's part of it,
2: and you realize the older you get, the harder it is, and and so I uh, it's way easier to put it on. No, no question. Especially you don't have a trainer telling you what to do every day, so. Kind of uh, got got my fortieth birthday this this summer. Oh, so, nice! So I decided to uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to get back in shape. My dad was 190 at 40. He liked to jog every day. <laughs> did he rub but, that <laughs> in a little bit? Yes, of course he <laughs> did. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to get get back in shape. And so um, I've been at my at our sports facility over at Baptist uh, Sports Performance. Great place. Working out over there, and um, and with the help of Bob, it's been it's been great.
3: Uh, go ahead and pimp your business. We've been out there before. What's How do they get a hold of that uh, Blankenbaker place you got we there? Just we just
2: uh, stop by. You get a free two-week trial. We mm-hmm. got over uh, 250 members this summer. Uh, a lot of kids, a lot of schools are coming in. Uh, people are, when you walk through the doors, it's kind of, um, you're like, wow, this I can't believe this is here. It's the old Hoots building, so we got plenty of room in there. We got indoor turf. and uh, But the best part of it, we have a guy named Eric Cameron who's our trainer, and he's mm-hmm. his, he used to be a strength coach at the University of Louisville. And so uh, I think he's on the the cutting edge of all uh, of workouts, and I've been through all of it. And he works me out personally uh, there all the time in, in the mornings. And so um, I would definitely recommend come out and try it and see if it's for you. And it's a
3: cool place. I mean, yeah. you've got a half a field there. It's yeah. actually turf and a field goal, and it's just you walk into the place and you're like, this is state of the art stuff.
2: Yeah, I wish. I mean, I would have given anything in high school or you know, like to have a facility like you know like this. Like actually, when I was at first at U of L, our facilities weren't this good. Right, and until they. Uh, <laughs> did the the renovation yeah. but uh, it's, a, it's, a great, it's a great place to, to work out. And you don't have to be an elite athlete either. You can be a, a non-athlete and come and just uh, – but they'll customize workouts for you. You can jump in a class where you can do individual workouts with, uh, with the coaches. And, and I just got kind of tired of the, the, the jumping on, you know, every day the Stairmaster or whatever. And, and you know, this is a different type of cardio that uh, you get a chance to do in your heart, burns and you, and you uh, get to move some weight around.
5: Well, it's interesting. Yesterday we had a caller, and he said, look, I have a middle school. I'm a stepfather. And my my stepson was raised by women, and he's a little soft. I'm not saying that against women, but he was like, I remember this. He wanted to play football. Mm -hmm. He's really good at it, but he doesn't think he has that desire or, or, or the craving for contact. Doing something with you like in the summer before high school football starts, would that be something that a parent could do to bring a kid in, learn more about football, some of the techniques of the game, get in shape before deciding whether or not to commit? to say a team sport in the fall?
2: No question. I think confidence is a, is a huge part of uh, playing any sport. If you're confident in, you know, your abilities, uh, you know, getting faster, stronger, you know, you're going to be more confident on the field yeah. or court or wherever it is. And, you know, we've had some uh, great opportunities this summer to uh, – Deion Branch is another owner of the facility, so we did some quarterback-receiver
3: Eric camps. Wood's in there too, right?
2: Eric Wood yeah. and yeah. Reno Giacomini both are – so we have two active and two former uh, NFL players that, uh, that are part of ownership. So we kind of know what – um that we've been through and what we would like to have at that age and we're kind of building it around that so it's been a fun process and uh you know i haven't had many people come and say ah, it's not really for me when you get out there you uh, uh people really like it and, and uh, adapt really quick those
3: are two starting offensive linemen in the nfl i mean Breno was the biggest human being i've ever seen he's he's,
2: he's a monster you he don't is. want him he's, to get your hands in his oh throat no. <laughs>
3: <a>, he blocks <laughs> he the sun man uh he is big do you ever have uh Chris Rebitt, do you ever have – you get together with your old – I know you probably have some sort of Facebook page, your old L team. Do you all ever have like a barbecue or you guys come over and hang out? You know, it's
2: funny. I just had my 40th birthday, like I was saying, and had some guys over, Ivan Green and uh, some of the guys that I played in college with. And, uh, you know, it's really, really good to see those guys. But, yeah, we all keep up. You know, obviously social media – uh, is is uh, the king that helps me? I'm not I'm not huge on it, but but uh, my, my wife is, and and so we we keep up with a lot of people uh, through social media. But uh, it's just great to see um, you know old friends and guys you played with, and you know Ivan Green. We we played middle school, high school, and college. You know, I know. Said, well, we said if we were gonna play pro, we'd write a book. What's he doing now? What's Ivan up to? You? He works at. He got in the MS. Hall of
3: Fame. Did he not get in some Hall of Fame? Yeah,
2: I think yeah he's he should be in multiple Hall of Fame. He still I think holds a lot of the tight end you know the NCAA tight end records. Why was he country. so good?
3: what, what Made him different than any tight end. Um, uh,
2: just because he was probably a little bit faster of tight end. He wasn't, you know, quite wide receiver speed, but he was close. And uh, when he got the ball, he just he's such a, uh, you know, he had, he had such good hands and almost like he was playing basketball. Kind of a
5: Shannon Sharp uh, sort of version. Very I similar yeah. to Shannon
2: Sharp. Yeah, I actually got a chance to play with Shannon in Baltimore, and uh, they were they're very physical. Um, just kind of had a knack um, of getting open, and then once I got the ball, they're kind of hard to take down. And you know, he just had a really good stiff arm and. And uh, would uh, would always have a lot of yards after the catch, and so uh, Ivan's just a great player, he gave it everything he had on on the field when he was out there playing, and God, really should have played a long time in the NFL. It just he just kind of was a tweener that right. that um, you know it just it unfortunate the the H or the the H back wasn't really that big at that point in time. Right. Now he would probably play a long. time. Is he still here in town, or what's he, he up is to? Is in you? town, works in MSD, done a great right. job, and um, I think just his daughter's really an athlete. Is she not? Yeah, she plays up in Cincinnati. She uh she just hurt her knee, but she's gonna come back, and she'll um she's doing a really good. And you know, he's got another that's that's just as, just as good. So um, a, lot, a lot of a lot of good genes there, and and, oh, uh, yeah. and good good people. That's
3: so cool, though, that you all played together in grade school, high school, and college. Oh yeah, like the you're in the same huddle your whole lives.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty neat. You know, last time we got to play was in the senior bow, and and um, it was just kind of funny. Like man, this, he's like my brother. Just you know, like a you know, we yeah, were both yeah. next to each other the whole way through, and yeah. man, I felt very comfortable with them and, and a great ride and and um just just uh, just good good person
5: what do you make of this whole story that some acc coach maybe coach clausen at wake forest was questioning lamar jackson's abilities and potential at the next level are those are those stories
2: well those are very motivating stories right. i think uh this this whole offseason has uh, just uh, been perfect to for a coach to like motivate his team. Mm-hmm. As far as you know, zero respect. You got a Heisman Trophy winner. You got um, you know an offense that's as good as anywhere in the country, and and no one gives you any respect. So for me, as a, if I looked at it as a coaching perspective, this is this is this, this is, is great awesome. stuff. This is what you need yes. in, and to motivate you. Instead of having people blowing smoke up you and everything, th- this is this is a good off season for guys to improve, get better, and cool. um, they, you know they have a lot of. You know, it's a tough a tough road with Florida State. You know, it's almost like in. Coach
3: did it himself. Oh, I know. He's the he's – the no like he goes, Can't read defenses, can't make all the throws. It's like this is the perfect motivation offseason. No
2: question. <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, he he has things he needs to work at and I think he'll get better but he's still, he's so he's still young. He's you know oh, yeah. the best part of my career was going into my junior year, you know, and that's that's when that's when you really turn it on, and you start to figure out, and you start no coverages before It slows down for you. Yeah, really, every, your your peripheral gets really wide. What
5: was the hardest adjustment from high school to college, and then the hardest adjustment from college to the pros?
2: Yeah, you know, I get I get that a lot. You know, I think it was harder adjustment going from um, probably high school to college, just because um i didn't really know uh, defensive schemes as much and you had to learn it was a lot of learning for me process of like what happens on the other side of the ball as a far as as part of you know what you're doing on offense but uh the nfl you know the the holes are, are a lot small like those windows of, of the curl window and all that mm-hmm. that they're there for a second and then gone. And, and you know, and if you make a mistake, you can kind of get away with it a little bit in college, but in NFL, it's probably going the other way. You know, you're gonna to have to be ready to tackle somebody. So you your your you know your mistakes are are very you know very minimal. If if you make a mistake, it could be really big in NFL as opposed to college. It was
3: a neat story. I remember reading in the paper your breakout game, I think, was at Michigan State, and your dad was quoted because your dad had coached you forever yeah. and he's thinking of the next play. So when you make a fantastic throw or the play happens in high school school he's the coach he's the offensive coach he's thinking of the next play and that when you threw that ball to uh madison we know madison went sam both madison. ways sam madison yeah. he the quote in the paper dave is that dead is dead is jumping out of the stands cheering for his son for the first time because he's not your coach.
2: Yeah, it was kind of a crazy story. My dad actually was up there. My uh, one of his players, I don't know if you remember, Tony Driver was on a yeah, uh, oh sure, on a recruiting yeah. trip up there. So he was sitting right in the middle of the uh, alumni, you know, right, like, right, right. right in the middle of the Michigan State fans. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't yeah, yeah, with yeah. the U of L fans at all, right? And so you know, he didn't know I was going to play. Next thing you know, it I get in there and he's going nuts, and all these people are looking at him like he's crazy. Like, hey, what? are you, you're you right in the middle of the wrong section, buddy. <laughs> right, going nuts. Right, right, yeah. and he finally just said, "Hey, that's my son out there. Right. I don't care what you." And and they're like, "Go ahead, buddy. I totally understand." So it was a it was a it was a great um great start. What a great environment. Nick Saban was the head coach up there, and and so he it was, was. Cool. that's exactly right. Did that against Nick Saban. Yeah, and so we put Sam. He did a little hitch and go on the outside, and gone and, uh, that he's he pretty pretty no, it, but, it seems
5: like a lot of a lot of college guys that throw receiver just breaks open then he throws that works in the NFL if you're not a half a second faster than that, assuming the break is coming and the ball's already out of your hand, yeah, the defensive back is waiting
2: for yeah, it. Yeah, I think um, that's kind of where some people excel and some people don't excel mm-hmm. on the next level is being able to anticipate those throws. I think that's kind of where you know a guy like Tim Tebow struggled a little bit because he would kind of wait for the guys to be open to throw the pass, as opposed to you know uh, like a paid Manning who, who throws it to that spot and they either get to the spot or you don't. And so th- that's kind of where you know there's a lot of great athletes that can throw it you know 80 yards and everything, but the the touch anticipation the little things tangibles it takes to be an NFL quarterback I think is what makes someone you know um, special. Well,
5: and Roger still throws passes. Watching the replays, why did you ever throw that? Yeah. He was never open.
2: Yeah, sometimes you have to have trust in your receivers. You know, like and and that doesn't happen overnight. You know, it takes a long time to be able to know. Hey, I'm going to throw it up there now. Mm-hmm. Either my guys going to get it or nobody's going to get it. Going to go up there and, and knock the ball down. So I think that's a that's a uh, that's a big trust factor that takes a lot of time and uh, practice in the off season to, to get that um, to that level. One thing
5: that kind of came in vogue after you stopped playing was that back shoulder throw. Now everybody does that.
2: You know, one of the best guys that I ever saw throw that, was kind of an older quarterback, but he was really good, is Jeff Blake. I got a chance to play him okay. in oh, yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. He threw a really good deep, a while. Yeah, he threw a really good deep ball, but he threw the best back shoulder and kind of taught me how to throw it. And, um, but yeah, he wasn't utilized uh, quite as much. But man, it's very effective, especially in the goal line when guys are playing man coverage and they kind of get lost. And you can you can do it to multiple, you know, tight ends, the wide receivers, and and uh, and be very effective with it. We're talking
3: to Chris Redman at 25 again. What are Baltimore fans
2: like? Passionate. They like they love the game. You know, they still love the Colts up there, and like you know, it's uh, it was a special place. You know, I went up there and I won the Johnny Nice Award, so I got I knew Johnny Nice pretty pretty well, and I even got to know him even better when I, when I was up there in Baltimore. And, and uh, like, the, the, the love they have for the former players and mm-hmm. the tradition. And now, obviously, winning a couple of Super Bowls, you know, they're huge Raven supporters. And um, it's, it's really special to see how, uh, you know, a group of people really get behind. We would, you know, in the playoffs, when we landed 2 o'clock in the morning, there would be people on the roads on the side, like, standing out cheering for us. In the crazy. playoffs All the way back to That's our, awesome. Literally all the way back to our facility, which is about a 30-minute drive and we had people out clapping, cheering for us in the middle of the night uh, through that playoff run, which is something I'll never forget. What is Ray Lewis like? One of the hardest workers I've ever been around, and um, one of the best motivators. I, you know, the only time I will ever compare my dad and Ray Liz together is, <laughs> is in the motivational department, <laughs> right, right? Yeah, Because they're yeah. both really good motivators. He's gonna get you going. And uh, but um, you know, ne- you know, and and thank God he for, never hit you. Very cel- or yeah, worse, he <laughs> had, had the to go red up, jersey you know, on. Arguably the best defense ever, and um, you know, oh, in yeah. NFL. I was a scout team quarterback, so I went up against them every day. Oh my god! So that was uh, you just couldn't fool them. They knew the play. Yeah. Typically, you fool you know. A lot of defenses of screens. You couldn't fool these guys. They're they're ready for it. And that's from it's from film study. It's from uh, just the the extra pre- preparation it takes to be a uh, uh, that that type of player. And, and uh, he just brought it every week. He had the passion, and he just really um, he really brought it every week. And it was neat neat to play with a guy like that. And and uh, we're actually having a Super Bowl reunion this this year. This oh, season. cool. So, I'm excited to what, see that. What was guys.
3: that, 15 years or whatever? It oh, no, yeah, it was, it was two- in 2000. So, right. yeah, okay. yeah, we're just kind of getting getting know. the oh, guys back
2: together and, and uh, we're going to go to the game and, and uh, just to see uh, Ray and all those guys up there will be, it'll be a lot of fun. Where do you keep your ring? Who has possession of that? I keep it in my house in a safe or whatever. Right, and sure. so, yeah. Uh, um, how much
5: smaller is that ring to the one that the uh, right, Patriots did? The Patriots just, <laughs> just did. Because I'm sure when you, when you had a, it's like a mini Volkswagen already. Oh, yeah. But these
2: things are ridiculous you know, now. I mean, I got to see, you know, Deion Branches is literally twice as big as right. the one I got. So it's pretty amazing how it's almost awkward shaking people's hands with right. rings that big. but. But, uh, but you get used to it.
3: Is <laughs> yeah, Lamar I'm sure? Is Lamar Jackson gonna have to learn how to get under center uh, for the NFL? Uh, what, what's your opinion with that? I mean, are we all blowing it out of proportion,
2: or not? Well, you know, that's part of it. You know, I I, I kind of struggled with the same thing. I was in shotgun my pretty much my mm-hmm. whole career, mm-hmm. and then I got to Baltimore. And we were all play action, and you know, sometimes I look back, I'm like, why did Baltimore, you know, want to get me because right. of my background? and uh and so it was it, it was a lot of, it was a lot of change. I had to change my footwork a lot so it's but it's something you know he's an athlete you know it's not like it's, it's right a guy can take a snap and he can drop back and make a throw so I don't think that that'll be an issue um and so i i think it's it's just more of people like us that want to talk about it and make it more of a bigger deal than it probably really is but he'll he'll be fine i think he's i know one thing he's a really hard worker, and that's coming from coach p he's he's very animate about how hard he works, and he brings it every day. He wants to get better uh, in all uh, facets of the game. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to, to see. I, I think I think, he'll, I think he'll be fine. I don't think that'll be a big problem.
5: Well, at all. one thing that sounded odd, and, and Mitch Trubisky ran out of the shotgun pistol stuff all of his, his life, and then he gets to Chicago, drafted high. And Number he, two overall, and by he, the way. Yeah, and he can't handle a, a snap under center. That just seems odd to me, that an elite athlete has played quarterback his entire life. Suddenly, is baffled by the center quarterback exchange.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's too con- you know common. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty out of the ordinary for the most part. I think guys can get under there, take a snap. You know, I could do that. Just take, takes a little, <laughs> takes a little. You know, early yeah, in season, after you get the ball, the my head, after you know. <laughs> get the ball,
3: Dave is what the difference is. What he does with it and what you do with it. Well, he's going to he's going to
5: fall on it because he fumbled it. You're I'm gonna, at least going to have a chance to you're complete a pass. Squeal like a
3: girl and go into a fetal position.
5: <laughs> Like Mark Sanchez.
3: <laughs> no, Mark Sanchez likes to run into the offensive lineman's ass. First right. And then fall down. Uh, all right. You're 25 again. Chris, how did that come about?
2: You know, um, like I said, I just, you know, kind of got to the age where I was like, uh, you know, something. I need a little jump. start, I need something to help me out here. And and obviously you got to eat well and and do other things as well but you know I got talking to Ted at a function and he said come and try it out and I did and and next thing you know I'm almost 20 pounds down I feel a lot stronger I feel a lot better and um you know I think I think everyone should try it it's it's uh you know you get to the age and I thought I was you know I never thought I was an elite athlete I was you know I, I feel like I kind of tried harder than a lot of the other guys sometimes that mm-hmm. that kind of got me to the level that I wanted to but um um you know this is this has been great for me. I I feel a lot better about myself and um you know hopefully it'll, it'll continue to get better.
3: It's third down. You need a field goal to win. Uh it's third and thirteen. Who's I guess it's is it an easy answer? The play call is a tight end dump to Ivan Green or what?
2: Third and thirteen. You gotta ah. think about a little bit more of a, a little bit uh, more than that, yeah, a, little a little tight bit end more, dump. Like, sometimes uh, – Who are you throwing the ball to, Chris? Um Ivan will be up and up there, but Arnold Jackson was pretty strong, too. Because okay, I right. know he's going to get to that spot. I mean, he was such a good route runner. I mean, I was very lucky to, to, to have a guy like Arnold Jackson who was not only fast, but uh, uh, he, he didn't like to get hit. <laughs> so it was the thing. And so he would, <laughs> he would always get to the place where they wouldn't yeah, would, right, would, right. at. And, uh, and, and he's such a good receiver.
5: What do you uh, think? About, I know he's got books out there and everything else, but Tom Brady is your age yep,
2: right we're in now. in the same draft class. So yeah. what, do you,
5: what do you think about that? Could you do it if you had to?
2: Um. Yeah, I, I think I got a two minute drill in me, probably, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just takes time. And and effort. you know, he's he's very good um, off the field. Like you know, um, his health and what you know, he has a, a a whole group around him that keeps him in physical shape. Right. And uh, but if you you know if you keep your body right, I mean, you know, I was talking to to, to Matt uh, this off season too. They they're kind of working out with the same um, coach out on the West Coast. And people, a lot of people don't know Matt. That's his first year working with. Um, Uh, uh, was a Tom House on the West Coast, Mm -hmm. he was the NFL MVP in one year. Like, that was his – I mean, he literally changed his mechanics that he did his whole life. So, like, I can only imagine what, you know, what the future – and he he thinks he's going to play into his 40s, and so does Tom. He thinks he's got some good – you know, nowadays, you know, they're protecting him in the games. He's going to take some hits, but – They said uh, Matt. Who's Matt? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, okay. Yeah, so Matt Ryan and and Tom, they use the same uh, coach, uh, throwing coach out in the West Coast and so um, that 's been really good for him and he you know he 's very animate about how much has helped him, how much, you know, just just with his arm strength and then his long-term um, NFL play. I think he's very excited about playing for a while.
3: All right, last one, uh, Chris Redmond. I asked you about the Baltimore fans. Atlanta fans aren't exactly as passionate as, uh, as the old uh, You know, they're
2: Baltimore. a little bit different. You yeah. know, they're they're um, they're very passionate about Georgia football. <laughs> right, right, right. Georgia football is very so, strong. So the
3: Falcons are behind Georgia,
2: you I mean, when I was there, it was kind of that way. Like, you know, now it's a little bit, ch- you know, going to the Super Bowl, I think they're really excited mm-hmm. down there. And I'm um, a little hot and cold when it comes to like you know, you know we could win one game in Baltimore and, and that's those guys are going to be there right. an hour before the game right. ready to you know tailgate and go right. and just very pat- Atlanta's a little bit different a little bit different environment but a great organization and I really like the the from from top to bottom you know Arthur Blank is as good as it gets as far right. as the players owner and um you know we had some you great felt for him there.
3: standing there on the sidelines yeah. watching that yeah I Leak know. away in that red suit
2: yeah that was rough you but know I and, and i think you know like like anything else there's there's always learning experiences out there i think you know uh, no matter how old you are or how much money you know i think he learned a lot like you know make sure you get this thing done first and then um and so but i i think they'll be right back in the in the hunt this year they got the same group their, their defense is getting better They got a great, you know, Julio Jones, arguably the best, one of the best to ever play, I think. I mean, he's going to be one of those guys. So, um, should be fun to watch. I think they'll be right there uh, knocking on the door again.
3: Well, you either go in one or two directions after a meltdown in the Super Bowl. Either it all falls apart or you galvanize and you go get it. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens this year. Yeah. Chris Redmond, thanks for coming by. A member of 25 again, powered by Body Shapes Medical. Short break. We'll come back right after this on 790. KRD. (laughs)
5: Twenty-five again. The deal is on. Seventy-five dollars Get you your consultation, comprehensive lab draw, and up to an hour with a doctor or nurse practitioner. Till five thirty. Four two 525 again. Even Jerry Jones can feel twenty-five again. Hey, Coach. Hello. How you been?
3: We're waiting
7: for your call, bud. Yeah. How you been? <laughs> well, I'm a heck of a lot better this week than I was last week. We heard. Are you but okay? That way. Are you okay, buddy? Yeah, uh, we had a... I got some bacteria infection in my stomach. Ooh. Uh, It caused an ulcer that perforated, and uh, they took me to the hospital Sunday evening, and at 12 o'clock that night, the doctor operated and got it all cleared up and everything, and so I had to stay up there in the hospital until Friday. And I'm home, not doing well. I mean, I'm getting back to normal. I've got to go back to the doctor's on the 15th. And that's been a nice little uh, nice little cut, you know, on my stomach and that, about four inches long, and probably 25, you know, those stitches that they take out with, the, you know, the.
2: Uh, like pliers
7: and pull them out yep. when you. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah! yeah yeah yeah, and that. The hardest thing of it all was I was not able to eat. Oh. Eat weight. Dumber. I didn't eat any solid food from Sunday at one o'clock to last Friday at noon. Oh no! So I could oh. eat any solid food. Come now, you on! You talk about a long time of grind. I, I I I love chicken broth, but I don't like it. Three meals a day, you know, five for five straight days, you know, on that. But we got through it fine. It's gonna—I'm gonna be, you know, 100%. Of course, I'm using it as a crutch. I've got my daughter from California here playing, you know, nurse with her dad, and my daughter Sherry that lives here, and Nancy that lives here, and old Dad is getting a one cure.
5: All right.
7: Yeah, I've I've been listening to the show and you talking. Changing the subject just a little bit. Back yeah. to basketball. Yeah. And then did you happen to read in the paper or, or hear it on the TV? I didn't hear it on the TV, but they said that VJ King, Ray Spalding, and Honest Manud went to an Adidas Nationals camp.
3: Right. And I, that
7: lasted a full week, and that the NBA scouts came and watched him, you know, play and everything else. And when they left there, said, all three of the Louisville players played well in that but they, again, I guess from what their expectation was, they were impressed with honest, his quickness to block shots, his passing ability, how he could run the floor. And I'm thinking, that's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear." But they said they all three played very well.
5: Well, uh, well but back to the hospital for just a second, Jerry. So you've yeah. got, five, you got five days doing chicken broth. Now, if it were basketball season, you'd have an endless supply of basketball games to watch. But unfortunately for you, it's not basketball season. What did you watch to tide yourself over? Do you have a new favorite show?
7: <laughs> I, well, to be honest with you, how about... Uh Sports Center and Major League Baseball Channel. And I got to see the Reds play, but then that day made me sick. So I quit watching them. I mean, I like to know what's going on. I just heard your Bats commercial there. I mean, where has their pitching gone? Well, oh, three years ago, they were raving about all these guys that they had in their system. You know, they were coming up, there's going to be pitchers. Well, shoot, they go up to the big leagues, and then they don't do well for whatever reason. They send them back down, and they still get beat up on.
5: Well, and Jerry, they had the deepest rotation. They had extra pitchers, so they traded some guys away. And the ones they traded, like Cueto and Mike Leake, are still doing fine elsewhere. And the ones they kept, not so much.
7: Well, I guess they they probably went for the youth movement. You know, and I'm sure some of these young folks... You know, have a lot of potential. They're twenty-two, twenty-three. I'll tell you what, Adam Duvall—he's going to be—he's—he's a, he's a real good player, getting better in that, and uh, that's good for Louisville. And, and what the White Sox center fielder's from Louisville too. What? We got Let's his name back. right off the top of my head. Yeah. So we got two guys starting, during the big leagues now, because that's—that's about the cycle. What has Dan been there ten years?
5: Yeah, about that.
7: Yeah, and so, see, you cycle through in baseball. Very rarely do you just go boom right to the top. You know, you've got to pay your dues for a while. And these guys are starting to cycle through, you know, and that I think Duvall has been in there six years, uh, that we have. Adam Engel, that was the other one. And Adam has been in there, uh, like seven or eight years, and now they're up playing big league baseball. They promoted Drew Ellis already, and that, and I, I think I, I heard that, uh, Mr. McKay is starting to round into form and showing what he can do with the bat and with his arm.
3: Now, let's get back to the basketball real quick. Okay, now, let's we get talked back. about Ray and Anus. Now, there was a time when young Gorgie Zhang was pushed around like like a i mean like a rag doll there was that time he flipped over the west virginia player and hit his noggin on the floor yeah. and and he got and he was out for weeks with a concussion but that was a symptom and coach even said it he's just too narrow in the butt and he's letting people push them out with just a simple forearm and he needs to be more aggressive well what happened was Gorgie Zhang decided to step up, and he made his game. So he got more aggressive. He put weight on. He put more aggressive in the blocks. But he moved out to that elbow jumper. He also passed a lot out of that lower block. Now, which one can more? Which one do you think out of Anu's and uh, and 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 Ray can can do that? Can make that leap to where again? I mean, that
4: transformation oh, wait to I'll Gorgie... I, I
7: answer your question. Yeah, but I've got to ask you one to get. Which one of those two young men, they're both good players. Right. Both, both I think, skilled enough to play, you know, next-level basketball. That's it. Which one of them do you think is going to get, like Gorgie did, bigger, not height-wise, get bigger and stronger? Ray. Ray yeah, definitely. Bonas. I'll take Ray then. If he's the one that's going to, quote, bulk up, in that and honest doesn't bulk up, do you see those monsters that play in there? Yeah. You know, in the NBA, I mean, they take, they'll break him like he's a toothpick.
4: Yeah,
8: and
7: that see, that's probably one of the things that the 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 potential league looks at. It potentially, will honest, you know, get a bigger frame or put some more muscle on his frame, and that and the same with Ray. Ray's not a real, you know, he's not filled out, you know, and that. Look how that big guy from Carolina knocked us around. You know and that you need guys like that, and so they look at it from the standpoint of how much is it going to be, how much is strength going to pick up. Because I think, again, you take a U of L player in that, and you put him in an individual workout situation, he is going to be outstanding because of the way they go about their business in that. So now you got to look at other aspects of it, such as that. You know, with a with the general manager's job on the line, you know he's going to. He's got to make the right choices because they pay those guys a lot of money, and it's going up. You know that?
5: Oh, yeah. Now, Jerry, there's another guy we think might make that kind of leap and probably needs to for Louisville to be really successful offensively, and that's V.J. King. And Coach Patino, a month or so ago, said he was a guy that kind of shied away from contact but now enjoys it. How does that happen with a player who's not really physical that all of a sudden seems to – Take to it is that coaching? Is that some light bulb that just goes no? Well, off I'll the tell you what, head? well,
7: a little bit of light bulb, but the big thing is again with that weight program and that, he's added some muscle. I'm getting that fat, he added muscle, he added strength. The more strength you got, the more muscle you got, the better shape you're in, you know, you're, you're, you're a little more bulletproof in that, and that you know, that's what it takes, and he's done that. And that, plus obviously he's got a lot of skill, as we know, and that. And uh, that's one of the things, again, uh, you know, Coach Patino's so good, you know, it's good and hung up on, you know, how much body fat you got. The Louisville players are lean and trim, and that. Do you think Adele's going to fill out? I do. I think Adele's going to get, you know, as he goes on and grows up, Adele's some more, already big. he's going to get a lot bigger, and that makes him a real prospect.
3: All right, Coach Jones, when are you going to be able to get out and play a little golf?
7: I will not be able to play golf probably, what's today, August uh, what, 8th? 8th, 9th? 8th, yeah. 8th. August the 8th, September the 8th. Ooh. Oh, man. Coach Jones, when, when they put Coach Jones in a rehab program, he follows everything to the letter of the T, and I've learned from my past ills that I had, when you do that, you seem to recover faster. Yeah. And like the doctor told me, I asked her that. I said, hey, I'm a golfer. Hey. I said, you know, the best part of the golf season is coming up, you know, in September, and in October, and that those are some of the best times of the month. She said, coach, you'll be ready to go by the 10th of September where you can play.
5: Okay, Jerry, so when, you, when they finally said no more chicken broth for you, what did you want to eat more than anything when you could finally chew and swallow again?
7: Anything they put in front of me, but it was <laughs> turkey... Mashed potatoes and gravy, green <laughs> yeah. beans, and they, they tasted wonderful. That hospital food was fantastic.
5: <laughs> that's why they do five days off solid oh, food. Exactly you think it's right. gourmet. You
7: eat a cracker, you'll be like, that's a crisp cracker. Right. Exactly. Uh, you, know, you made some great comments uh, today. I, I don't know if you did it willingly in that. About you don't see 85 and above people walking around. With great big old pot bellies and yeah. all that stuff, there you don't see that, nope. and that's just an advertisement to take care of yourself. It you know, is. watch your diet and do those things because I, I speak from personally. I'm I'm practically way now what I weighed in high school. Yeah. yeah, Well, you know, right between 165 and 168, and well, that's no. that's what I weighed when I was playing for Merrillville High School as a linebacker.
3: Well, let me tell you, we, we need you to stay healthy and stay around because we love you, buddy, and we Teddy, always you're want not you on
7: going to Listen, I'm not like you. I'm not jumping ship on our program. <laughs> there I won't go. do that. I'll let you fly off into the sunset, but not me. <laughs> There's your new underdog right there, Coach Jones. There you go. There it uh, is. Me and Dave done that before on the Joe B. and Denny show. Yeah, <laughs>
3: I guarantee it. Jerry can hang. All right,
5: Coach, it's always great All
3: to talk right, to, right, to you, buddy. See you next week. All right, buddy
5: Yep, do you like bad food several times a day or living better? Yeah. Which one? Yeah.
3: Uh, Mid-American Security, 452-6277. Call my friends over there. They'll take care of you. Gary McPherson is the security expert. Him and his son are, will come on over the house, and they'll tell you the assessment, plus some really cool stories. Give him a cup of coffee, and, and you'll be, I'm telling you, the stories are unbelievable. He's been doing security for 30 years, okay, even longer. He's never had a loss after he's put a system on Let me repeat that. He's never Never. had a loss after he's put a system on. So 452-6277, if that doesn't get you to call and get a security system from in America security, I don't know what will. Let's go to a phone call before we get to a break. Kenny. Is that me? Am I
0: on? up, up, Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? We got you. We got you. (laughs) I just wanted to remind, I hope he's listening. Coach, you're coming to the show in the garage. Oh, you yeah. said you were because you were talking yeah. about those plane near near death experiences and airplanes, Coach Hall, and and he said he didn't have time to tell you all his stories. But when we got to the garage, he was going to tell the uh, stories about Bowman Field and places like that. But anyway, I, w- I want uh, I want you to get Mud to come. Okay, am I on? Right. Am I still? No, I don't no, hear no, you. Yeah, we're
3: going to have to. We're going to We'll, we'll work it that out. We'll
0: work it out. We're I mean, in. get no. mud here. I want Nick to come. I want uh, I want I want uh, Susan to come. Even though I think she's not working, she changed jobs or something. Yeah, she yeah she yeah. she changed jobs. Well, she's still crazy, invite though. her for me, she's and uh, she always pretties the thing up. I, I know she's obnoxious, UK fan, but I'll take <laughs> a couple of ob- obnoxious. <laughs> uk fans well <laughs> nick.
3: and uh nick Rouse too we got to have nick Rouse over yeah, there
0: too. yeah yeah get nick out here and uh just anybody you can think of and we need we need arnold to come arnold if you're listening get to this garage i don't know and uh uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm getting old. I, I can't last forever. I haven't been feeling so good here lately.
5: Oh, all
3: right. <laughs> I, I saw you, I saw you rolling over to the St. Matthew's Festival the other day,
0: buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah but over. I didn't, I didn't stay. I was just, I think I was going up to get something, I don't know, for my sweetheart. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'll be, I'll be here. That's the plan. And, uh, I want everybody to come that can come. The same bunch are coming. I think, I think a bunch of the women's basketball team is coming too, and uh, uh, the cool. coaches. So we, we, we're ready. Let's do it, it August twenty fifth, right? I think yep, it, August
3: twenty it, fifth. It's a Friday. the a Friday. in St. Matthews. We want everybody Tony, to come on. How much on longer
0: after. are you around?
3: Well, that, I'm trying to make that one my last show, but we'll see the powers that be. So we're uh, yeah. I think it yeah. would be a perfect ending for me for because Kenny McGrath. Yeah. Oh, man, is, we'll all is, have a
0: lump in our show. throat because when Adam left, and hey, I don't know if he's – did you ever think about calling him? Because the oh, first time I met you all yeah. was his very last show. I've been that's listening. Right. Oh, and, that's
4: right. Oh, he, that's he, right.
0: He, remember, he that's cried.
5: Right. He, he said yeah. he wasn't going to cry. Oh, and he God, started he crying. Cry. Well, he, he, has, was, he has people he was, you have to go through now. He was
3: blubbering. Are you kidding me? I'll try not to cry when it's your last day. <laughs> <laughs> cry with joy. <laughs> it's been his last day. Kenny, we'll talk to you, buddy. We'll talk to you right, next Friday. All right, you guys. All right, buddy. Thank you, buddy. All right, short break. Back after this on 790.
2: This report is brought
3: Okay, okay. We are back. The afternoon on dog's broadcasting live from 25 again. You stop making hormones that make you feel good and keep you in shape. You, you peak out at 26, and you start going down. At that point, when you're
5: 35 to 40 years old, you start to feel it. When you're 45, man, you really feel it. Now, so. some people will say, "I feel really good for my age." Start feeling like you used to feel. Mm-hmm. Feel better than the number next to you Aww. would suggest. What? Glenn Campbell died. No, oh. 81. Oh man,
3: I was never really a fan of Glenn Campbell. Like a rhinestone cowboy. What a dumb
5: song. Riding, on, How'd that go? <laughs> like a rhinestone <laughs> cowboy.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Riding out on, on the rodeo. Star-spangled rodeo. There it is. He was also a lineman for the county. He was? He was. Sing it. Don't know that one. That's right. Wichita Lineman's the name of that song. Okay. What else did he have? He was kind of goofy, wasn't he, in the 70s? I suppose. Yeah. Here we go. He watched him today at the age of 81. He wasn't a big fat yeah. Walk these
3: streets so long. Did he do a rock album Singing in the 90s? The same no, that was. Did he try to be cool?
5: That, who was that? No, that was
3: uh, Pat Boone. Oh, it was Pat Boone, you're right. I get them two mixed up. Maybe I'm thinking of Pat Boone, why I don't like. <laughs> I might like Glenn Campbell, or did. And nice guys get washed away like. The
5: 81 years old, Glenn Campbell. Yes. Passed away today.
1: There's been a
5: we haven't lost a celebrity in a while. No, it has been a while. And Glenn's like, you're welcome.
1: Horizon,
5: what? Oh, Chris Cornell. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I'm talking like really
3: famous. Like rhinestone, rhinestone, rhinestone cowboy. cowboy. Arr, arr.
5: Chris Cornell was famous, but not as famous as Glenn. Oh.
4: Famous right?
5: right? Yeah, Am I wrong? No, at Glenn Campbell's Apex, he's a much bigger right, yeah, worldwide celebrity. Well, Everybody was. Right. Chris Cornell still
3: that substance.
5: Did we ever figure out if that was indeed suicide? Because there were rumors yes. that it might have been the in excess thing with the no. strangulation. Uh, oh well, I don't know about that. That could be a possibility. But he was by himself. Well yeah. see with body shapes medical, you don't need that kind of stuff to feel good again. Uh a lot of these guys, those those
3: singers in the 90s, they had a lot of angst. And they had it back then. I interviewed all of them. They, they What were they angst-ridden about? I don't know. They just felt bad about being famous. I mean, because that was like their thing. They didn't take showers. I'm trying
5: not to be mainstream.
3: And people keep buying my stuff. Pisses me off. Well, they just were. That's the way they were. And a lot of times they got drug addicted. And heroin obviously was big then. And they just, they all hated being famous, and they and they they all had the same attitude. And when they came in the studio, you talked to them. They all had that hate for just don't don't worship me, no no, smell me. Well, it oh, was like, I haven't showered in it weeks. Was so different than the eighties in great. The eighties people were all like, it's a party, and I am a rock right. star. Look at my hair. You know, Axel Rose is the epitome of that. of just like, I am a rock star. Jump off a cliff for me.
5: Speaking of hair, yours looks a little darker. It's it's the lighting. I don't color my hair, Dave. If it did, I'd admit it. Maybe, thanks to Body Shapes Medical, all the the little grays that were coming in are being pushed out by darker hair. Or it could be the lighting. Or touch of gray. It's not touch of gray. Because I don't see a touch of gray anymore. Dude. Rick. What? You know Rick dyes his hair. It doesn't go from looking really cool. I mean, it's, it's silvery, jet black. to jet black. I know. Like, Wait a minute. Not fooling anybody. A little more subtle. Okay, red body shapes. Twenty-five again. Here are foods that supposedly help you guys get in the mood. What? With, with body shapes, you don't need these specific foods, right? But if you want to enhance with these menu items, okay. Apparently, dark chocolate. Oh yeah. Okay. Raises serotonin and dopamine levels in the brain, which makes you feel happy and in the mood. Besides the sugar, dark chocolate is one of the, uh, like a healthy, healthy, healthy snack. Yep. Here's one, and I kid you not, nuts. Yeah. Almonds, Brazil nuts, walnuts, peanuts. Nuts help you. Brazil nuts. Those are the big ones? Those are the hairless ones. Those are the big ones. Right. I think so. I think they're the big ones. Yeah, they're the big nuts. Cannot lie. I don't know. Garlic. said, so don't worry about garlic breath. Eat it because it contains a lot of allicin and increases blood flow. Yeah, it can know. help with ED. That's why Italians are always hot and bothered. True. Broccoli and celery. New. Yeah. It contains an odorless hormone called endosterone. And drosterone. What? It's released through male perspiration and acts as a turn-on. Yes, but broccoli makes you fart. Broccoli helps you get rid of excess estrogen. Which is not... In other words, chasing women out of the room.
3: Which is not (laughs) sexy. Which is not sexy. See what I did? Yes. Fish. What?
5: This is a smelly-ass kitchen we're putting together here. What's in fish that makes you all hot and bothered? B vitamins that boost libido. B3 increases blood flow... To the genitals and b6 regulates prolactin which affects enjoyment in men hmm. oats can't show them if you don't have them right am i right am i right or am i right am i right am i right? right it increases the amount of testosterone right. in the bloodstream eating oats improves men's libidos in just eight weeks and then protein wait eight weeks in just eight weeks. I don't have eight All weeks. right, hon, give me two months. I get eight minutes. Give me two months, <laughs> and we'll go. Whey protein. Oh, yeah. Helps build muscle mass. It also helps boost testosterone levels, too. So there that's, you go. Uh, saw, Neat Nutrition is the book. I saw this the other day, and they had the yogurt cup, and they said when you,
3: you, know, when you open the top, and it's like that liquid on top, and people yeah. go, oh, that's gross. Actually, that's pure whey protein. That's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. So you want to lick just, it off
5: the top. You either
3: drink it or you need to stir it back into it. But don't pour that out. Oh, that's the good you. stuff. So
5: don't don't. Get a lot rid of times it of it with it leftovers after stuff settles, right? It's it a you a like d- dump out the excess moisture. Don't do that. That's not moisture. That's nutrients. That's you good just stuff. Stir it up, man. It's Like quit cutting the crust off your sandwiches. Right. That's good stuff in what that you're there. What you talking crust? about? Am I right? Well, am I right? Am I right? Am I right?
3: Am I right? Am I right. When you're right, you're right. That's right. That's from um, what is Brown that? Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. Right, right,
2: right,
5: Ned Ryerson. Ned Ned, Ned Ryers. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> That's right. That's him. Am I right, I'm right, right. All right, now it all makes sense. <laughs> it was sticking in your head. You were thinking. Oh, I we lost know. another celebrity. Who? I forgot. Haru Nakajima.
3: No, 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 no. Is that the guy from Sixteen Candles? No, automobile. Automobile.
5: Lake. Big Big lake. lake. He died at the age of 88. He was actually in the rubber suit for the very first Godzilla movie. No way. Haru Nakajima, dead at the age of 88. He says the theme of his Godzilla Mm -hmm. was grand and complex, Mm -hmm. addressing universal human problems. His Godzilla was the best. You know, he claimed
3: the depth of the character was much better than I think.
5: I think he was a better actor. I think that Godzilla mm-hmm. had more raw emotion. Mm-hmm. You could see that there was a little bit of, I don't know, regret as he stomped on the buildings, mm-hmm. an actual pain when the power lines hit his kneecaps. Mm-hmm. Well, I
3: mean, everyone he was really good
5: at you getting didn't that realize through the rubber. You
3: didn't realize it until King Kong started getting into the thing, and then Godzilla had to go beat
5: up King Kong. Yeah, Nakajima said in 2014. If Godzilla can't walk properly, it's nothing but a freak show. So there was nothing about it that was a freak show, thanks to proper (laughs) gait. It's not some cowboy movie, he said. He said his rubber suit was so hot, especially under the glaring lights, that the sweat he wrung from his shirt would fill half a bucket. There you go.
3: Coming back with the last half hour of the show. Haru Nakajima, Glenn Campbell. Mm, Depends on where you are. That's true. True that. 25 again. Riker Rhinestone. Four Two Five Oh Five Hundred. 500 But if your system doesn't work, and it's it's been we've had some hot days, DFH Heating and Cooling can help you out. They think of mine since 1935 they've been doing it. Uh, if you need a new system, they'll help you finance it. Uh, they'll help you finance a train. It's hard to stop a train. DFH Heating and Cooling, again, can work on any system. But if you need a new one, they'll work on you for a system that fits your home and take care of business. But uh, DFH Heating and Cooling, again, their technicians are trained to work on any system allowed. Two, uh, 968-6222, 968-6222, DFH Heating and Cooling. I will see you at 6 o'clock. Okie dokie. On 840 WHAS, Shannon the Dude, Dave Jennings. Yep. Afternoon
4: Underdogs, 790. 30 Outly presents the Afternoon
5: Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now here's Dave Jennings. Glad to have you back, final half hour, as Tony is in transit to do his next show. 6 to 8 on News Radio, 840 WHAS. 25 again by Body Shapes Medical, one of the locations right here in Middletown, just inside of the Gene Snyder Freeway off Shelbyville Road. They're also at Brownsboro. Tony and I go there most of the time. Fern Creek, Springhurst, and just across the bridge in New Albany, also northern Kentucky, and Lexington. Things are growing, including businesses. That's why it works. Don't be skeptical. This is evidence-based medicine supervised by doctors and nurse practitioners. In fact, a lot of doctors come here to Body Shapes Medical. If you've seen Todd Sharp's new So Sharp show, it's featured there. It's easy. Make the call, 425-0500. Set your appointment. Come in. Get your comprehensive lab. Draw more comprehensive than what your normal practitioner will do. You'll go over it with the doctor and nurse practitioner. You'll find out where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, guarantee your testosterone will be very low. I was around 280, 300, something like that, and that's not good. That was low, and things are so much better, feel better, lost weight, and stuff works again thanks to Body Shapes Medical. And a little work for me, you know, drink light beer and red wine, that kind of thing. So there you go, 425-0500 till 530. Couple of news and notes. Vince Wilfork calling it quits. He won two Super Bowls with the Patriots. He's 35 years old. He retired rather cleverly on social media, which is not new. That's kind of what kids do these days, even 35 year old kids. But he showed up on the video dressed in denim overalls. Fortunately, I think he had a shirt on too. Standing in front of a charcoal grill, and he said, No more cleats. I'm moving on to smoked meat. So that is how Vince Wilfork retired. Now he'll protect his noggin and eat a lot of ribs. Boomer Esiason said today on his radio show with Craig Carton, Boomer and Carton, that he believes he suffered from CTE during his storied career. He also believes that all NFL players probably have it. Not sure about that. He played 14 seasons in the NFL. And the PGA Championship, we heard that story floated that wouldn't it be great, and someone suggested maybe having it permanently at Valhalla, not sure that will ever happen. But in a couple of years, if you haven't heard, the PGA Championship will be in May. They're making that move in 2019 when it's at Bethpage Black. So instead of being the final major, as it is this year on most calendar years, it'll be the second major after the Masters. They want to get out of the way of the NFL and get that whole PGA FedEx Cup thing done before the NFL season starts. So they're not going to try to run up golf's finale with the NFL. It gets kind of... Lost in the shuffle. 571 7900, the big news, and we just gave it to you. Mud, I'm not sure if you have another Glenn Campbell song at the ready. Glenn Campbell passed away at the age of 81. Glenn Campbell wasn't just the guy that had Rhinestone Cowboy and Wichita Lineman Here you go. He was a big session musician, guitar player, really good one. In 1963 alone, he was on 586 songs. He was on some of the hits, not all from 1963, but the Birds, Mr. Tambourine Man, Viva Las Vegas, From the King, Merle Haggard's Mama Tribe, The Righteous Brothers, You've Lost That Love and Feeling. In 1964, when Brian Wilson had one of his meltdowns, Glen Campbell became a beach boy, played guitar, and did the high harmonies on tour. Glen Campbell passes away at the age of... 81 but I'm everybody now the chorus I had this on 45 used to stack it up with the DeFranco family
4: and
5: Shannon the dude I've got something here that might be up your alley I always bring you in when I have millennial topics
1: I'm not even though I'm not a millennial we've had this conversation but I guess I'm close enough in your mind, right?
5: You're close enough. Elite Daily reporting that you, by Uniworld, will be having millennial-only cruises in 2018. Two cruise ships, A and B, 120 people each. Everyone has to be between the ages where you fall. And I guess 45 is too old for millennial, but between the ages of 21 and 45.
1: So now they're even grouping people, 45
5: and younger, millennials? Now, what's interesting about this no old folks on the cruise, if that's not your thing, and no screaming kids. So in a way, that's not a bad thing. I might thing. like
1: that, yeah. So now we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. They have their own flights now, right? Millennial flights. Right. Or are we talking about that? So now they're getting their own cruise. So that's kind of like the millennial thing. They have to have their own thing away from everybody else. The flights
5: are not going to work because millennials show up whenever they show up and expect you to wait for them. Is
1: the cruise the same way? It well, takes off whenever everybody gets there.
5: According to CruiseCritic.com, these ships will be designed to be part boutique hotel, part yacht and part resort, stylish staterooms, rooftop morning yoga sessions, two bars, (laughs) ship with two bars, a rooftop lounge with local DJs and free Wi-Fi, meals inspired by the street food in cities that you cruise through, craft beer, of course, celebrity cooks on board, master bartenders with onboard mixology courses, Wine and paint classes. Passengers keep the party going on the rooftop lounge or at the Silent Disco. What
1: the heck is a Silent Disco? I have no idea. But overall, though, this doesn't sound too bad. It sounds like something I would actually want to do. Excursions start later in the day, so passengers have plenty of time to sleep in mm-hmm. after a night out. I don't really sleep in, though. I'm one of those people that get up early. So
5: Six cruise options are now available. I don't see where it comes from.
1: It doesn't have a price on it.
5: You have to look up U by Uniworld. So here's the question. Mm -hmm. How much will this set their parents back?
1: (laughs) You're saying that they don't have their own money to pay for their own cruise. $200 per person. That's not too bad. I think
5: it's a one-day, all-day thing, and then you party and come back late. It's not like a three-day. Although it claims to stop in different places and have street food. I don't know,
1: man. $200 a day, I don't know if I would go for that. Per person.
5: Six options available. Not sure if they have an unlimited avocado toast buffet. That's a big thing with millennials, by the way.
1: The avocado, avocado toast. Never had it. No. Nope, never
5: going to. No. Okay, question for you. I don't have a trivia question to give you guys, but let's just, just play along. So ladies out there, every, we all have our routines, right? The guys have the blank shower shave and everybody else. Well, like ladies do too, really. But there's something that ladies do every day that when taken together collectively – they spend six days out of every year, six full days doing something that they do every day. That if you took every one of those little sessions over 365 days, six total days are spent you want me doing to guess what?
1: You want me to guess what this is? Correct. Putting on makeup. Nope. You're in the neighborhood. Shaving mm. their
5: legs. No, not shaving your legs. Depends on what part of the country you're in. That's anywhere from a day to two weeks.
1: It's got to be something to do with... You know, like you said I'm close to makeup, so is it something to do with their hair? Doing the hair. Doing the hair, okay, there we go.
5: I know they they do these things like in large cities, how much time you actually spend sitting in traffic. It's days and days and days. Ladies, if you want to cut down the time you spend, you could be doing things for your man
1: in the time you're doing your hair. So it's collectively all sounds the Does that sound sexist at all a
5: little bit, just to touch?
1: That's that's a little I think Tony Vanetti's is probably right there. He probably, no probably doubt. Got in there. How, how long do you think he spends on his hair every day?
5: Well, if you count the constant checkups and the, the so-called pee breaks during the show. When he
1: looks at his phone, but you don't know he's actually, looking at, he's actually looking at the selfie mode in his camera to see if his hairs he are. He told
5: that story. They, they changed where he sits at the kitchen table so he can see himself in the microwave.
1: You're joking. He told that on the air. No, no. He no, did not. He did indeed. What you're saying, Tony sits where he can see his reflection in the microwave. Yes. No way. Yes, he does.
5: He volunteered that. Wow. I would have guessed it, <laughs> but he
1: volunteered it. Okay,
5: did the hair look a little darker?
1: Yeah, I didn't notice as many grays. I thought maybe he got a haircut or something. I don't know. You know, sometimes if you get a haircut, you don't notice it as much. That's true. Are you saying he put in some just for men? No, maybe not. It's just a haircut. <laughs> I just... My thing is this. If you're going to dye your hair and somebody calls you out on it, why you... just, just admit it. There's nothing now, wrong with if dyeing If he your did hair.
5: it, he did a very good, subtle job.
1: Yeah. Or well, not, not, obviously not too subtle. You noticed it.
5: There, there, there's a friend of mine that'll, that'll go unnamed, but out of nowhere, kind of like on Bob Barker, fans of The Price is right, right, all at once, he was gray. Yep. So they filmed all their shows, and he had jet black hair. He's getting older and older, face not really I remember this as a kid, yeah. And then the very, yeah, see? Yeah. And then the very, bang, there he is in white hair. What happened to you? That's Don't. noticeable. Rick Pitino's hair gets really black sometimes. Yeah. It looks really good when it's natural. Mm-hmm. Then it looks really black. Yeah. Then it looks good again. I notice these things.
1: He would probably tell you it's just less stressed out so the grays go away, right? That could be. Yeah. In the offseason when the guys aren't stressing them out. <laughs> right.
5: Exactly right. I don't know, though. The women seem to like Bob Barker when he went all white. Oh, man. People look better when they age naturally. Stay in shape. Do 25 again, 425, 0, 0500. How many times you'll see guys like Rod Stewart or guys in their 60s and 70s. Women love Rod kind of, Stewart. Just kind of living. It's like, you know, you look better now than you did then. Yeah. Just let it
1: go. Be natural. I'm not going to lie, though. I would probably, I don't know, man. If I start going too gray, I would probably put something in my hair, too. Oh, no. My my, my platinum blonde beard now. But
5: I wouldn't try to hide it, though. I would just be like, yeah, I dye my hair. So what? Yep, exactly right. Okay, Mud or Shannon, have any of you guys had some encounters with greatness?
1: Oh, only when I'm I'm in the presence of Tony (laughs) Vanetti. Well, that's true. Yeah. And he'll tell you that. Yeah. Because I have a
5: list here of some of the celebrities and the stories. One of the sports guys that people are divided on, Phil Mickelson. Some people think he's a gigantic tool. I've heard he did this to a, a kid wanted an autograph, and Marty Brenneman hates him. Cincinnati Reds announced or other people. Like, he's the most giving, caring, awesome person you've ever met. Have you guys ever had a bad experience with a celebrity?
1: Mm. You know, I've actually been really lucky. I mean, most of mine have been either sports figures or musicians, and I've actually been really lucky to not really have to interview anybody that was a tool. Right. So I guess no. I guess I really haven't. Mud? I'm
5: sorry, I was uh, getting the phone calls, but no, no not really. Okay. Well, I've got some uh, stories via social media right now. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, who was Michael Douglas's wife, still is. Apparently, she demoralized an eight-year-old. One woman says that she went to an advanced screening of the Mask of Zorro when she was eight. She excitedly told Catherine Zeta-Jones that she wanted to be an actress at the after party. And that's where things got awkward. Quote, she turned to me, looked me up and down, she's eight years old, mm-hmm. and said, you're pretty enough, I suppose. Wow. And then went back to her conversation. Wow. I think of that moment as the turning point when I went from feeling at ease in the world to constantly thinking about how everyone was judging me. Oh, please. Yeah, I mean. If- Let's not get too far here. Yeah. Let's not take how you felt at eight to this body-shaming social media crap you hear Right. Now.
1: I mean she she didn't give her she didn't she gave her a compliment, right? I mean she said you're pretty, pretty enough. enough,
5: I suppose. Well, that would
1: have been fine enough for me. That's what you think about at 8, though. I mean,
5: she's like, "You know what? If you work really hard, you're pretty girl. I hope you make it someday. Not get back to your caviar and Michael Douglas. Well, I mean,
1: if it's an after party, there's probably some alcohol involved too. So I don't know if I will blame her too much. I know, but but here's the yeah. thing.
5: I mean, that could be the only bad thing she ever says to anybody in public. Yeah. But then because it, it now spreads like wildfire, right. she becomes a toilet. Live at 25 again. Who's on the line, Mud? We got Brian. Hey, Brian. Welcome out to Body Shape.
7: It's uh, Ryan, Dave. Brian. Uh, hey, first Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Ball. Glenn Campbell. They say he was a lady man back in the day. He took Mac Davis's wife. He Ooh. went with Tanya Tucker. I already took some other people's wives. I don't know, but they say he was a pretty good ladies' man. Johnny Jones got fired. They got a guy named Wade. And I was out one day, and I got solid white hair. And a woman said, you got gray hair? And I said, no, ma'am, I don't have gray hair. I got white hair. Like George Washington. said, mine's not a wig. Thanks for taking oh, my call.
5: You got it. Yeah, Tiny Tucker and Lori Morgan, There, they apparently are a couple of girls in Nashville that uh, had a lot of friends, Yeah, as the story goes. Keith Whitley was a guy, I think he kind of drank himself to death, big star, I think in the 80s. Oh, he it didn't kind of, kind of drank
1: himself. He did. He, he did. did.
5: Yeah. But one of the stories I heard was that he, I think Lori Morgan was his wife or no Right, yeah. The time, he, and he yeah. caught her with somebody else. And that kind of sent him onto the uh, last couple of cocktails, I the guess. A
1: downward spiral. Not
5: sure if that is the case or not. But Glenn yeah. Campbell, ladies and man, I'm, I'm sorry, if Robin, if, if Burt Ward, and Adam West are going through seven or eight girls a day. Glenn Campbell, I'm sure, was rocking it.
1: Oh, yeah. Like you said, he, he outsold the Beatles one year?
5: In 1968, he, he sold 45 million records in total, but Glenn Campbell in 68, one of his biggest years, sold more records than the Beatles. Isn't that... I mean, that's crazy, man. I know it is. And
1: we can only name three of the songs. Yeah, and those were hits from the 70s. Yeah.
5: Christian Bale. We've heard he's kind of a tool to work with. Infamous for being rude on the set. Apparently not great after it. His former publicist said that he's awful when approached by fans. Reportedly, quote, he'd lecture little girls about being rude and intrusive until tears streamed down their faces and their parents tugged them away from our table. He even allegedly this is Christian Bale, responded to a fan by saying he should be eliminated and, quote, a screwdriver thrust through the eyeball into the brain that prevents any screaming. Let me know how that goes for you. He said that? According to this. I don't know if I believe that. Christian Bale. That, that's hardcore. Who is American Psycho? That's true. Uh, that's a
1: Valid point.
5: Carly Silver is don't. The I mean, Some of
1: these people go up to celebrities and bother. You don't bother a celebrity if they're out for dinner.
5: People in Louisville are really good about that. Rick Pitino can go out and eat, and fans aren't going to stand there with a little autograph book. But,
1: I mean, that's common courtesy. If you go up there and you bother a celebrity, or, or anybody for that matter, whether a celebrity or not, and you don't know them, I mean, you should expect to be... Not treat it too well.
5: Two amazing people at that are Joe B. and Denny. I've never, neither guy has ever said no. Neither one ever acted bothered. We would do shows, and we'd be sitting out there. Denny would be there a little early, as he always was. And people would show up with, like, 50 things to sign. They'd pull a stack of posters out that you're never going to write on eBay. Instead of saying, how about just one or two, signed them all. Really? Anything, anybody ever wanted. I don't know anybody else like that. There was one time, it was during the Joe B. and Denny show, and he showed me his itinerary, which which is thick. He's, by the way, in Ireland and then Scotland and and then coming probably going fishing again after that. But he said, okay, I got this and I got this and I got to go to Hazard. It's about, I guess, four hours. I got to do a 30-minute talk at a little club and come back. And I said, you could just tell him you were busy. I said, why did you agree to this? And his answer was because they asked.
1: Wow. Yep, that well, that's, it. That's good to know. So now if we, we could just ask them anything, they're probably right. going to do it. You know, we could use that to our advantage. <laughs> exactly right. Ariana Grande
5: barely spends time with her fans. Dan O'Connor in 2013 and his daughters were set to meet her after she'd won a contest. So after a long day of being shuffled around, they finally met Ariana Grande, and she spent 15 seconds with them. They took a few photos, and she demanded they be deleted.
1: Really? See, I hate the meet and greet. Like, I did one with, you know, the band Bush, right? Oh, sure. We did a I heard week. they're kind of toolish. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. First of all, I mean, the way they did that, they made us wait an hour before the band even came out. Uh, so it was one of those, well, meet us here at 445, but the thing isn't going to actually start right. till 5. They didn't tell us that. It was so big. Yeah. They'll hey. wait as long as they as we want them to. But what I was getting at, the point is that they have, like, one of those meet and greets where there's a – one guy who takes the pictures for everybody. Oh, okay. And it's not like that you can get it on your phone. So it's one guy with a professional. Oh, and
5: then you buy the picture?
1: Profession- no, you don't have to buy the picture, but they tell you that it's going to be on some website, and I still haven't seen it. as has been oh, weeks ago. gotcha. Not that I really care at this point. But... Are the Bush guys getting fat? No, no, not. too bad. bad? No, you know, he just broke, uh, broke up with Gwen Stefani, so I guess he's got to stay slim. He's single now.
5: Gavin right. Rosdell. And Stefani is with uh, Blake, with the country guy. Blake Shelton. And then he dumped who? Uh, Miranda Lambert. No. no. She's a hockey player. <laughs> Miranda right?
1: Lambert. Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert, yeah. They're the same person. Yeah.
5: No one's seen them in the same room ever. <laughs> Toby Maguire, according to this report. That, now, this is weird. He seems like a, he's the, the quiet Spider-Man. Those first two movies were awesome. The third one sucked. Toby Maguire told a woman to bark like a seal. <clears throat> okay. He was once voted the worst autograph signer in Hollywood, some claiming he's too wrapped up in his own egotistical web to interact. Here's a weird one. At a high-stakes poker game in 2014, he loves poker. I know that. He reportedly offered a woman a $1,000 chip, but only if she got on a desk and barked like a seal. When she refused, he said, I'm not kidding. What's wrong? You too rich now? You won't bark for $1,000? Wow. You must be really rich.
1: You know, we were talking about this with Vanetti earlier. It's like when you're a celebrity, nothing is real. It's all like, whatever, you know, the whole world is right there at your fingertips, whatever you want. Yep. People think that that's actually the way they can live their lives. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I would like to have that problem, though.
5: Oh, I know. <laughs> I'd like no, to have actually, that much money. I, I'm happy to live anonymously. Yeah. I, I'll take the money that goes with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And quit griping about it, by the way. Yeah. If you, if you would like to, you know, have hundreds of dollars at your disposal like I do and be relatively anonymous... Or if you want to have millions and be bothered at dinner, you yeah, take it. Yeah, I'll Just take it. To. Adam Levine, the front man for Maroon 5. Oh, is this a bad story about him? Yes. He, uh, oh, I, can, I don't know if I can see that. He charms his audiences on The Voice, but yeah. he's not always so kind to his fans. According to a thread on Reddit, a fan asked him for an autograph, but Levine refused. He supposedly responded, I don't give autographs to ugly chicks.
1: I don't believe that. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Maybe it was somebody who she mistook for being Adam Levine. Could be. Maybe he's a lookalike. Didn't he win one of those sexiest guy on the planet things? Uh, probably so. Yeah. I don't know. I can't It's certain. Maybe, you know, he puts on that front on, on the TV show. But it just seems like he's not that type of person that could be like that. Yeah. Michael.
5: Oh, let's get to Rich here. 25 again, 4250500, 5, the $75 deal for about 10 more minutes. Rich. Hey this is Rich Flaherty from the St. Joe's Cake Booth. Hey, how are you?
8: Good. Hey, I just wanted to call and give you guys a quick update that um, being on your show has seemed to have helped us a ton. We're getting a bunch of new orders, which is great, but we are still short. So I was hoping maybe we could give another plug out to
5: the audience there to see if they could help us get a few more cakes for the Cake Booth this weekend. Couple of ways to do it. This is St. Joe's picnic. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday's kind of the pre-party. Saturday, Sunday. You guys go through twenty five hundred cakes. How short are you, and how can people help?
8: We are still a couple of hundred to three hundred short right now. So if anybody is, uh, can even one cake, one order of cake for eight dollars and fifty cents from Heitzman's, that uh, it will help. So it's the Heitzman's on Shelbyville Road. Okay. Uh, just give them a call. They'll take an order over the telephone, and they'll um, deliver the cake to the booth for you. don't even have to pick it up. Perfect. 426-7736 is their phone number. So if you guys can give a call to them, place an order for St. Joe's, make sure they t- you tell them it's for St. Joe's, they'll take your order right over the telephone.
5: And if you want to drop off cakes, how can they do that?
8: We will be there on Friday all day long during the day. Um, the picnic actually, the the, the pre-party starts at, at five o'clock that night. So if you're looking to have a good time, drink some beer, get some, um, yeah. food from the, from the best food trucks and listen to a great band, uh, come down at six o'clock on Friday, but we'll be there all day at the cake booth. And it's, we our cake booth is right on the corner of, uh, right on, um, Frankfort Avenue. We're the first booth right there as you walk into St. Joe's um, property of, from Frankfort Avenue. So you can drop a cake off there. We'll, we'll be happy to take it and put it into our, our large semi re- refrigerated semi trailer. That we put the 2,500 cakes that we're hoping to get to I'm in that truck.
5: So if we can get 100 people to call Heitzman's and we can get 100 people to bake a cake and drop it off, we're good. We are
8: fantastic. Not just good. That would be, Dave, you can make that happen. You would be my best friend forever.
5: Oh, wow. High praise. Okay. <laughs> What's the phone number again? Phone number again for Heitzman's. All
8: Heitzman. right, so Heitzman's 426-7736, or if you guys are interested, if they're... They like Gigi's Cupcakes. Order from either the Gigi's Cupcakes location, Hurstbourne Parkway, or out in Springhurst, or the new place, Nothing But Cakes, which I know, even though Tony's on his paleo diet, I know he, he mentioned he likes the, he heard about the Nothing But Cakes. Um, they're right. down on, on Shelbyville Road right across from where Trader Joe's is.
5: When did to get Tony a sausage booth? He'd probably man that one. A sausage cake. That's what he needs. Oh, no cake. doubt. Appreciate the call. 200 cakes. Let's do it, people. Thanks, Rich. All right, we need to take a break. And we ran out of time before I could tell you that Sandra Bullock yelled at a person in a wheelchair. No way. America's sweetheart. I can't sell you that image.
1: Uh, I so, don't know I think. Well, that's she, true. she
5: married biker guy. And then lots of pasta, lots of pasta right down the street from where we're going to do our show with uh, Kenny's Garage. Lots of pasta, Louisville.com. We shop there all the time. We love it. Last night we had spaghetti and meatballs, angel hair pasta. They're really good stuff. Lots of pasta, frozen meatballs, their olive oil. Browns it up in the skillet. The schiavone sauce, which you can buy in a can. A little bit spicy. Not as spicy as an arrabbiata. Just a nice little kick. And delicious homemade bread they'll slice for you for free. That is a restaurant quality meal for not a lot of money. Lots of pasta's done all the work for you. Drop by for lunch. Homemade soups. They change every day. And they are awesome. We're almost in soup weather. Who am I kidding? Always soup weather for me. Hey, soup for breakfast. That's me. Lots of pasta, Louisville.com. Back at 25 again.
1: editions 18 plus.